Welcome, adventurers. You are listening to the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Your support allows us to continue making this content. We're also trying to reach 10,000 subscribers over on our YouTube channel, where you can actually see us play all of these RPG shows. Plus, you get some great board game content that isn't available on podcast. Now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. Please rate and review us at your podcast provider of choice. This will help new and fellow Chaotix find the chaos. Please consider downloading the episodes to your device rather than streaming. This will help us more accurately calculate our audience metrics. You are listening to the Chaos Agents, playing Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition, led by Dungeon Master Thomas Cook, weaving published and homebrew content together to form this unique world. I am Warren, and I play Uzo. Uzo likes to hear tales about himself, because when he could not see, that was his exposure to the world. I'm Aaron, and I play Ruckus Highborn, a human fighter. Insert door joke here. I'm Bo Christian Williams, and I play Remy the Fox, a swashbuckling halfling rogue who's the brains of the operation, and the looks, and all the other things. I'm Tiana, and I play Andraste Nialo, cleric of Lyra, affectionately known as Momdraste, and together we are the Foxy Irregulars. Join us now as we play Dungeons and Dragons. Hello, everyone, maybe, possibly, and welcome to Quest and Chaos. We are the Chaos Agents, and tonight we are having BS1. We are not playing D&D. Nope. <laughs> yes. It's the, that is the ASL for uh, bullshit. I don't believe you. No, it's true. <laughs> really? I, uh, I don't know if anybody actually could see it. There it is. It's up. up oh, up yeah, high. this is asshole. I, okay. Oh, that's asshole. I hope that it's becomes like, a new thing. Like the horns and anyway. Yeah. Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> uh, welcome, uh, people. We're, we're, we're going to be taking your questions. Uh, we're going to be reading chat. We're going to be trying interacting with you as much as we possibly can. Um, interacting with the chat? What is this sorcery, sir? Should this chat, should this stream be genreed under just chatting? It should, but it's not going to be. Okay. I won't report we, you. We still, you know, if people drop in, they still it's see... It's D&D show. We're talking about D&D. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I have MC, a book you know, somewhere. Matt Colville, when he does his, like, I'm streaming me, you know, designing my next million dollar Kickstarter, he, uh, you know, streams under D&D. There you go. Yeah, competition's a lot more stiff under just chatting. I like uh, Tamago Torres in the chat there. He says, uh, questions in chaos. There we go. No. Oh. <laughs> with a C. Um, this is where we could use a producer to really be like funneling things to us, but um, we're just going to play it by ear. So uh, we did <laughs> last night, Trigger the Boy, again, the sweet box of inspiration. And uh, yeah. Boy. Uh, and uh, so tonight we're going to have a Gale Force 9 giveaway. Dungeons and Dragons, totally related. Uh, we'll do that at some point tonight. Thank you guys so much for your donations last night for getting the players through, not the tower. 
<laughs> I, I I don't I don't welcome understand. to the dungeon master seat. <laughs> I, I really don't understand how 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 James ever thought that we would get to the the, the tower because he had like three other things planned in case we went in different directions. He and I were talking about it afterwards, and I was yeah, just for- like. <laughs> Tower? Yeah. From, what, from what I understand, you weren't going to get to the tower. Okay. I was like, "Do you need maps?" Either way, he's like, "No." Like, well, yeah. it's called the tower. Anyway, so we're gonna <laughs> do that. So we, we have a blank slate in the box of inspiration. It's a second time I've said that. Um, so we're gonna start off with some bits. Bits. This message from Garvey. Are, are we rolling for advantage with these? What are we doing with these? Uh, these bits are probably just going to go straight into the boy. Sure. And we'll um, punch the boy anytime they get bits. Oh my god. I'm thinking on my feet. <laughs> yeah. Every yeah. every donation gets a, an honest AMA oh, response. No. I was going to say, Aaron, there's Ruckus right there. <laughs> so uh, we're going to start off doing? with that's uh, two, four, six. I can't do math. Eight. Nine wow. bits Jeez. from the Hefner. The Just Hefner. the Hef, man. Thank you. So wow, much. Hef. Wow. Wow. No, this is just. There's so much stuff going on right into. Oh, there's already some in here. Dig him out. Dig him out. I was just. I had to. This was a prop today on a meeting that I had. These. Those are going straight into the boy. Then we have. 500 bits from Squeal the Bard. Ah, Squeal. What's up, G? Into the boy. And then Tamago Toro for the chaos. I don't know if he knows we were just doing talk show. (laughs) We get chaotic civilly in conversation. Chaotic anyway. It doesn't matter. 2,000 bits. Nom, 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 nom. He knew. He knew. (laughs) This is what happened in the business meeting, isn't it? And it, it worked, is. didn't it? We, this we, was the prop. Before we came on, we were talking about Ruckus dying in the water to the shark and um, his attempt. Oh, how it was completely stop. avoidable? Yes, that too, but how he would have, if he would have succeeded in hitting the boulder, he would have probably exploded. Yeah. <laughs> what if I rolled a nat 20? A like, what if I rolled that nat 20 and somehow oh, you would withstand the boulder? <laughs> yeah, but withstand the boulder. You would have nat 20 your body into the boulder. Shield would not have helped with that? Twice the damage. <laughs> oh. You would have landed feet first with spider climbing. I don't know. So shield, <laughs> shield does not help with that at all if you read the mechanics of it. So I he... do. <laughs> I'm seeing what Thomas remembers. <laughs> I remember Gordon Bearsh. Uh, uh, <laughs> smooth. Do he? 500 bits from Duke League for Thank what the heck. Great. Thank you. That's, that's probably the name of the show. What the heck? All <laughs> right. Uh, so if you guys are going to ask a question, if you guys have channel points, you can highlight it or highlight at Quest and Chaos, and then maybe we, it'll help us see it a little bit easier. I got a question for you, Thomas. Yeah. I think I know. Yeah. Why, why did Kumara tell Remy not to use darkness on ruckus. <sighs> Ooh. <laughs> Your life depends <sighs> on this answer. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, the same reason that Kumara did not tell you to kill Andraste last session. Um, you guys are 
a team that needs to be protected until you can fulfill your destiny. How, how very Odin-esque. Okay. Afterwards. <laughs> yeah, Fair afterwards. Enough. You're done, thanks. <laughs> Find him as much as you want. <laughs> Honestly, after uh, uh, afterwards, Andras is probably going to disappear into the forest because uh, after dealing with gods and devils and demons and all that. You know, and we, we just had that conversation, didn't we? Kind of from a, a Remy point of view in the last episode, where it was like, what do we do after this? Like yeah. after we fought these people, how do you go back to the yeah. normal? And, and, well, and, and, that, and that was very much where um, I, that, that, that conversation I thought was very interesting because it was the two people whose arcs are resolved. It was Remy mm. and Andraste. Mm-hmm. and both of them going so what do we do now now that we've done the thing that we set out to do i mean we're here to help our friends because you know ruckus needs his revenge and uzo needs his patron freed see how that goes oof uh, <laughs> Andrasi so, has qualms on that subject yes tiana can you uh raise your volume up on your microphone a little bit can do there's a setting in there um, so a uh, question um, came in from Andrea the Burps, exclamation point birds the burps. in the chat. Uh, there are dice ready to be shipped, I believe. Yes. Hi, Arizona themed dice ready to be shipped. The birds of paradise are coming. Yes, and so, I, I'm, I'm getting a box on, on the way with some uh, proper birds concept dice. Nice. That awesome. will eventually make their way to the studio, but I'm going to keep them for a while. <laughs> nice. I had a... Uh, anyway, so she wants to know how the 3D printing is going. Uh, and I will say uh, it is going very well. Uh, with any with- 3D printing, there is a lot of maintenance to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, one printer was down for two months just because it was like, where do I find the time to troubleshoot and figure out what's happening? Um, the other two were going great. Uh, right now, all three of them are working. Um, we are printing out cobblestone. Big, giant things of cobblestone for cities and markets and things. Can't I imagine why we'd out, need a sitting. <laughs> yes, I also printed out a couple of things for uh, Kelly. So. Yeah, so I don't know if you heard yesterday what she told Amy to tell you, but uh, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you very much for that. It made a huge difference. Uh, for, for those who don't know, he printed out uh, a couple of the headbands that keep the masks off of the ears and bind it back here because of her wearing her PPE all day at work, the mask was cutting into to oh, her. Okay. So it made such a big difference the very next day to, to not have to deal with that on top of you know being in the midst of COVID, working at a, at a vet clinic that's running on like one fifth of its personnel. <laughs> I uh, I have continued to print more, and I need to drop those off for her coworkers too at some point. That's amazing. Seriously, thank you. Yeah, the 3D printers are they're they're printing things for us, and also printing. You know, there are there are other people that took all of their 3D printers and just said, "I am making these for," and you know, everybody. You know, making face shield parts mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. I mean, the community community is really pretty insane. And amazing. Um, Some people, what was it, the like the ventilator add-on that was like a choke yeah. point people made for it? Yeah, like some sort yeah. of like filter pass-through. One of the at like the... oh, this is this is why I hate. We're not going to get politics, but like they made it at like a fiftieth of the price that the yeah. that they charge the the hospitals for it. Yeah, like some well, ridiculous oh. fraction of the price. It's like, and that's I think that's why they got stopped. 
Yeah. Um, one of the, well, I mean, uh, again, also not everything is going to be medical quality on a 3d printer. It just isn't, um, PLA yeah, is not medical sure. quality. Sure. Um, you have to be using, uh, more robust plastics, not yeah, because they have to go through the sterilizing process and there's no way those plastics would make it. Yep. So, uh, I actually heard, uh, in the UK, there was, a there was a guy that was turning his, uh, injection molding system over into doing the face shield part um and he was poo-pooing 3d printers like the you know the hobby group being like uh why are you guys even bothering it's going to take you what you know you can print three a day i can do a thousand in it you know once i get up and running and tooled i can do a thousand in a day and the response was we did forty-three thousand over the weekend as a group collectively yeah, and and you and you are still running and you're still running to catch up with us because you haven't gotten that tool yeah. yet. Sure, you, once you get there, fine. But for now, people need this right now. Yeah, yeah, that's that sort of mentality. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I mean, it's elitist bullshit. Yeah, and elitist. Yeah, this is my play space. Fuck off. <laughs> so anyway, so we we talk a little bit about three D printing and what we do here on the channel and our Untitled Podcast episode three, I believe which is on YouTube and podcast. I'm going to take that as a yes, Warren. Awesome. <laughs> what was that? Uh, the Baroness asked, asked if you guys get, got your masks. We so. certainly did. Thank you. Amazing. Mine has a TARDIS on it. I or love Amy. it. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. I've got a bunch watch? of patches that I want to put on it. Yeah. I got to know. Do you watch Doctor Who? Uh, No. Great, that's awesome. That makes it even better. <laughs> it's appropriately geeky, though. Yeah. Without being able to get like D and D fabric or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, it's awesome. All right, it is uh, great. Thank you. Thank you so much, Baroness. Here is the next non-question from uh, Carol Wolf. That's with a K, and two two R's and an E L. Uh, you need to be the team that burns everything down and laughs about it. I don't think that's a question. I think that's a, that's a statement. Go we, on. Have a, we have a light cleric on the team. She doesn't uh, I mean, necessarily laugh about having to set shit on fire, but she does set things on fire. I, I think I think every group, every uh, show is the group that sets things on fire and laughs about it. Humans are just terrible people at their core. <laughs> true. <laughs> Very true. But this is how we get it out. Than, you know. Uh, Oh, we're uh, <laughs> <laughs> so how have so, you guys been staying busy in quarantine, huh? Oh yeah, Let's work, work. in VR, and then gaming. Breaking work. quarantine for work, and yeah, I could. Yeah, uh, is it an unhealthy amount of gaming? No, <laughs> uh, That's I may. I, I may have. <laughs> Whatever you need to do to cope. Please. Exactly. Yeah. It helps. Seriously. As long as it makes you feel good and it doesn't feel like an obligation, do it. The the old world is dead. Like these these are new paradigms now. Somewhat comforting. Long live the world. (laughs) Uh, What was it? (laughs) Balhalla. Fury Road. Basically, Um, I've I've been I've been doing a lot of audiobook work. I've actually got I finished an audiobook today and turned it in. I've got like three more on the docket that I need to work on but there are definitely days where i'm like i can do nothing i'm going to burrito on the couch and watch youtube and possibly get high no as i got uh, on the couch is my typical lunch actually (laughs) (laughs) 
I meant wrap myself in a blanket burrito, but also I, I prefer burrito right now. <clears throat> uh, two, I've had too many burritos, so I'll say that. Fair. I don't think, I disagree with that statement, and I don't know how, I don't need to know how many burritos you've actually had, but I disagree with that them. statement. <laughs> no one <laughs> could have the, too many it's burritos. The, it's, it's the number in a row that gets, it's the, uh, it's, it's the lunch and dinner for three or four days in a row that is like, that's, a, that's too much burrito. Well, but that wasn't uncommon. <laughs> even even that wasn't uncommon even before COVID nineteen. I remember days at the studio where I'd be in at like noon, and we'd have Wendy's for lunch and Wendy's for dinner for three days running. I am very concerned about the amount of coffee I'm consuming. Oh. So I am <laughs> I am consuming the exact same amount of coffee. One <laughs> pot every day. Holy That's shit. it. That's it? A, a whole pot? 12. Are you kidding? Well, so Amy, Amy drinks two cups out of the 12, so I had 10 cups every day. That's insanity. Oh, okay. When you say pot, I'm thinking three or four. Okay. 12, that's, that's about right, yeah. Well, how are you the, alive? <laughs> <laughs> that's but how. But, but, but if, you look, if you look at your average coffee pot, right, and you, and you pour into, like, one of the Quest and Chaos mugs, for example, it's not one it's, cup. It's, it's, it's like, like two. Yeah. Two so or three. Like, yeah. You're drinking like yeah. five cups a day. I drink about three cups of tea a day. That's pretty normal. Yeah, I definitely stop uh, by noon, though. Eh, you do with, not. With, <laughs> I'm gonna have one long. after this. A little drink. bit later. It was like a second, so, and then. Eh. So Kelly and I, um, we got a French press for Christmas, and we were like, okay, yeah, let's let's go out and let's get some coffee to to use this. We had never done it before. By the way, it's mm-hmm. amazing. French presses are amazing. Uh, we went out and got some ground coffee, but uh, unfortunately somebody had put the unground coffee, so the coffee beans, on the same shelf as as that one in it. So I just grabbed two. One was beans and one was pre-ground. Uh, we found this out and promptly got this like hand crank um, yeah. grinder. You got a hand This crank Japanese crank hand crank grinder. Snooty um, as fuck. Turns out, <laughs> turns out that thing is the same grinder that is in Animal Crossing. Anyhow, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, yeah. We got it. We got it. We pulled it out. And then the same day, Kelly was like, look at this grinder I got on Animal Crossing. It's exactly the same. Exactly. You should start now that you have that mixing the grounds, like doing yeah. a little chemist thing. Yeah, I well, mean you well, could do we're, that we're with about it. the the grounds of mixing your beans, but yeah, it's, I don't know. A little bit of Kona, like macadamia nut mixed in. Yeah, with- I can tell you that the freshly ground coffee is better than the pre-ground stuff. One hundred percent, absolutely makes a difference. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of work. It um, is. It is. It's a. It's well, a. Lot, but I gotta exercise somehow during a COVID. French press so. is totally unnecessary. But like, I feel I have a French press, and I, I feel like I'm doing something. Like, it's like Phil's what? coffee. I'm like, no. Yeah. Just, you know, that's no. I don't need a hand pour of everything. Just get, put a coffee pot on. I just need. <laughs> pot of coffee they would save so much time if they just like let it drip continuously but the fact that they have to pour it into the filters while i'm there staring at it i'm just like because i've done that before and i'm like this is gonna take forever this fucking (laughs) sucks i want the coffee now yeah ridiculous so so speaking of animal crossing though the chat has 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 diverted into Bo in animal crossing because apparently there's a villager or a, a person who can come visit your island named Bo, and a lot <laughs> of them have 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 given him like the hat that 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 our Bo wears. <laughs> oh, 
that guy, the cap. Oh my God. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. That's, that's hilarious. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Winter Nightingale, I'll call out specifically, uh, gave it, gave him the, the hat that you wear. That's amazing. I am not playing Animal Crossing. I, I refuse, just like some people refuse to play, to watch Lion, uh, Tiger King. I I'm not watching Tiger King. I won't. I tried. I actually, I, I bought it and I was like, hey, Kelly, this is going to be great for us to play together. And she was like, yeah, I'm not really into it. She tried it and I haven't really played it since. It's always <laughs> like, she's, she's, it's a she's grind great fest. With, with the, the island of Millard. She's <laughs> done great things. <laughs> yeah, she plays, she's Garb Millard and I'm Blarg Millard. <laughs> Awesome. I don't. I don't have a switch, or I'd probably be playing. I would. <laughs> I, I do not have any modern. I do not have any modern console. The most recent console that I have is a reverse compatible PlayStation Three. I love it. Works. We have some. I don't have. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything modern, man. Literally, I'm like two weeks ago. Uh, PlayStation Store offered out. Uh, what is it? Shadow of the Colossus. That Ooh. one's iconic. That one's classic. And the is, last yeah. PlayStation 3 game I played was Catherine. It was fucking amazing. They're still releasing mm. that one too. That's Dude. awesome. They, they, they just they just did a re-release, uh, Catherine Full Body with with a third Catherine. Oh yeah, with a Q. <laughs> just like us, they get <laughs> they get their phrasing from us. <laughs> well, and and they they they're uh, the same company that does the Persona game, so they have a bunch of the the um, characters. The style looks the same. Yeah. Well, it's it's not just the characters and the style look the same, but also they have costumes from Persona Five that you can put on Catherine <laughs> and vice versa in Persona Five Dance. I know a little bit too much about Atlas. What do you want to know? <laughs> I, yeah, it's it's. It's an interesting game. It's a very interesting puzzler game for sure. I, yeah. My 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 friend Jeannie will will sit, will sit there playing it and swearing it and going stupid sheep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like games like that that tell you how other people have played or that give you some sort of feedback. Um, for instance, uh, Beyond Human Detroit on the PlayStation Four. Mm. When you get to the end of a chapter, it shows you like a decision tree. And you it'll become show human, right? become human beyond no Detroit beyond, become human become human. beyond two souls was the game before that, okay. that they put out <laughs> Quantic Dream. They nice. beyond two souls was there. <laughs> yeah, Mike, yeah, it went. Uh, it heavy wasn't rain, heaven rain. Oh, heavy rain was there first. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a coolest, He's the coolest gamer you'll ever. It find. would just show you like where other people stopped and where other people made their decisions and like how they did it. Yeah, Persona, uh, uh, Persona, cool. Persona Five does that too. If you're connected to uh, uh, the Thieves Network, they'll tell you what other people did on certain days, which I think is really cool to see how people broke it down. Because, yeah, I could talk about Persona Five for ages, but one of the things is that if if you want to get all of the confidants maxed out, you have to follow a schedule in order to get it all in time. And seeing what other people did helped guide me on that. Mm. Apparently, Telltale Games uh, does that too. Panthrop is watching this on PlayStation Four. Shut up, PS. <laughs> I am Panthrop. I haven't turned on my PlayStation. Huh? I don't think Telltale's still in business. I think Not they're really. shutting. Well, yeah. um, we've been, um, we've been. Oh, go on. No, I was gonna say I haven't turned on my PlayStation since I got my Stadia. <laughs> Plug, oh, there it is. There it is. Kids. <laughs> what, com what company makes Stadia? It's good. Oh, Google, the best company in the world. Yeah. All right. All right. Here's a uh, here's a good question for you guys. Which uh, which do you prefer, Millie or Vanilli? <laughs> is Millie the blue one? Authenticity is very important to me. Don't so neither of them. I don't know yeah. what the Who's question either? is. Yeah. So that was a question that was awesome in uh, 1993. 
All right. Um, Millie's, Millie's okay. a thought. Okay. When, when I was six years old. Okay. They, they were this pop group that got caught lip syncing. Like they weren't the singers. They, they could not sing without the track. And it started skipping on one of their concerts and it ruined them completely. I think it was, uh, was I think one of them actually, in, it, one of them even, eventually yeah. committed suicide over it. Yeah. Like it's oh, terrible. It's, yeah. Upsetting. Which is now standard practice. Yes. Committing suicide is standard so, practice. No, the, the, by that too, but um, <laughs> the on the performers, Britney Spears basically like covers her mouth when she loses track of her own song on stage. Yeah. Like it's like, yeah. They, unfortunately, they were the first to do it, but like, and then other people were like, "Oh, if we've got choreography, like we could totally fake this." The yeah, the yeah, but they they weren't even the singers. They weren't the singers on the yeah, album. That, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Say okay. It was, it I know was this all a cash grab. Did you say Millie and Nilly or Millie Vanilli? Millie, Millie Vanilli. Okay, cool. All right, I googled Rob the wrong thing. And, <laughs> uh, what's, uh, anyway, uh, all right. Um, how do you, uh, what, what is this? Uh, this is Tamago Tora. Um, what do you think Uh-oh. your player characters would be like if they hadn't met the other players? Dead. So, Murder hobo. <laughs> Do, do, do we want to take this in order, of, in some order, to answer yeah, that? Yeah, uh, so we'll go... <laughs> Everyone go at once. <laughs> <laughs> um, in order of the screen. So Uzo is top left on your screen. Uh, um, Uzo had actually just gotten his... Uh, uh, not, not really magic sight, sight yeah. but uh, he had a, you know, uh, Dendar had given him some powers. I assume the powers came at the expectation that the path meant he would be meeting these people so i don't know if he would have his sight or he wouldn't have his sight but um uzo would probably still be low-key vigilantism inside water deep um, maybe he runs in with the law or gets caught up in something crazy but for the most part he's looking out for people who have nothing um so i don't know what kind of things he would get into he's not he's not stealing from well i mean he's stealing for he's, he's stealing from well-to-do people the odd pickpocket here and there um but there would be a lot more vagrants on the street uh as a result of no orphanage um so i feel like uh hurting those cats um and sort of making sure they're taken care of is where he would be uh probably Contributing to a decent amount of unsolved murders in Waterdeep for sure. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. unsolved. Hopefully, Hopefully unsolved, yeah. All right. Uh, Remy the Fox. What would Remy be doing? Uh, I mean, I don't think he would have left Waterdeep at all. He definitely would not have, have been able to afford his own ship. Uh, he'd still be scrounging around, bounty hunting, you know, looking over his shoulder all the time. People who want to want to take him out, um, and maybe someday they do. Like I, I think he may be dead if he hadn't met everyone, you know, just because he had a price on his head. So I wonder if Remy and Uzo would have met in a different timeline as passersby in a market or something. Hmm. They probably did at some point. Probably, but bu- yeah. you guys just didn't yeah. know it. Yeah, makes sense. They definitely hung out. Like the first thing that, that Remy says to him, and he says, I could smell you coming. You need to bathe more often. <laughs> Thanks, Uzo. <laughs> first thing he says. 
Um, for, for, for Andraste, she had already been living for the last five years as a cleric in hiding, a hermit type, type of person. So she probably would have stayed at exactly the same level of power that she was and just continue living off the land kind of a little bit feral. Um, because, I mean, she, she, she still doesn't like cities, but she can put up with them now. Um, prior to meeting this group, she had no reason to put up with them, so she didn't unless she absolutely had to. So she'd probably still be uh, a bit feral. She might she, she might have gotten to the point of healing where she would find other people to mother, to be the mom Droste to, um, but it wouldn't have turned out like this and it might've ended up in death. Who knows? Aaron. As, yes, I now I got the hint. <laughs> what well, what, what was, I mean, oh, go ahead. Let's, let's answer this first and then we'll figure out what Ruckus was even doing in that yeah. tavern. We'll get to the <laughs> Yeah. He just sits down. He's like, you want to eat? I'll eat. No, he, I didn't even ask him. He came over, sat down next to me and said, you going to eat all that? Man of mystery. <laughs> Nobody asked. No? That's his pickup line. That's his opening line. I want to yeah, say. for food. <laughs> he was hungry. Yeah. I steal it. I want to say I got like ruckus to a level of impatience that without a crew that had different goals in mind. I think he would have been too early to rush to his goals. Um, I'm trying to remember what was the first thing we interacted with that was, was it one of the cult members or was it like a demon? It was Either way. a thing that came out of the tavern floor, the well. No, I mean like from my past. Like, um... I think it was Harabas. Yeah, Harabas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, all right. That would have, still would have kept the head. That That's in every timeline. Mm-hmm. Would you have gotten the head? You could have gotten Would you have gotten it? Exactly. Assuming you could have actually killed him without us. I landed the killing blow. You did, but the rest of us were there to help, man. (laughs) On a one-on-one. They would have found you eventually, and they probably would have lopped your head off. Do you know how many enemies I have softened up for you to get a killing blow? (laughs) But I am so dense. Like you know in what, every though? sense of the word. <laughs> I, I, I am I am so glad that, that you guys are whinging about Aaron kill stealing because it used to be me that everyone No, I remember that. I also yeah. remember you actually did kill Harabaz because <laughs> it was like no, one I did, point from I throwing the sword the out. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> the half orc one one HP thing, and I come by, grab the sword, take out that last HP. Thank I you, like, gracious DM. I thought, <laughs> I like to think there's two different timelines from him going off on his own. A, where he dies in front of Harabaz, or B, where he keeps coming back until he gets him, and he's just tenaciously, you know, he's going to the gym, he's having protein powder, he's getting yoked, he's getting angry, he's letting this wrath fuel him, he's uh, Dark Knight Rising, and (laughs) comes back with a vengeance. (laughs) And he hopefully takes down uh, Boulder's Gate. That would, I think, if he survived every encounter, he would either a run away or have to come back. Sounds like he's throwing again. himself in the in front of a boulder there. Yeah, <laughs> and he's trying again and again. <laughs> I feel like so in Remy's got to crack Ruckus's it. past, their their past catches up to them in the alternate universe, and how they deal mm-hmm. with that is on them. I can't but find a demon like... lord. <laughs> uh, I so I can say this. So if I were to DM Ruckus solo uh, in Waterdeep, you'd go mad. Yes. No, there's no way you survive 
It makes three sessions. <laughs> That's being generous. That's being really yeah, generous. That's, I mean, that's being would... kind. I'm considering even with the demon lord who woke me back from death. Oh wait, no, you you also yeah. Woke with that. Yeah, so you would have been able to figure out the castle enters and gone to them way too soon, and they would have just wiped you down. We barely 12, survived. Yeah. We barely survived the weaker Castellanter on our own territory. Like, we got lucky. Straight up took you and me out of the fight with one spell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what reality does Ruckus farm <laughs> skills and interactions with smaller creatures until he becomes OP enough to break the game? That's you just what fight boars in the woods. <laughs> you know, there there, there are D&D games that exist like that, though, where where it's just the DM and one player. One of the ones that I I need to look into and haven't yet is uh, Dungeon Wives, where it's it's uh, uh, two wives. One of them is is the uh, the DM and the other is the player. And they just go through an adventure with a character. And, you know, it's along those same lines. The- <laughs> I mean, I think that'd be fun. I, I attack a boar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not and with Marcus. Make... Marcus would die horribly by himself. This you is just that, what I want to do with Thomas. <laughs> that one uh, with. Uh... Oh, fuck, it's famous now. Uh... <laughs> Stephen Colbert. Oh, yeah. Oh, with, 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 Mercer with, with Mercer yeah, Matt Mercer. Okay. And he gets a little bee companion. Yeah. So the, the Essentials Kit actually has companion rules. So you can play one player, one DM. Mm-hmm. Using the essentials kit. All right, what else? What else is is uh, coming up um, in here? Hef was saying that you skipped his question, and he was Uh-oh. he was very probably. Sad. Yeah, he, he yeah. Someone he had asked a lot. While you look at <laughs> I that, got you, Hef. someone had asked about Dalit's weapon, and it's the hidden blade that just kind of like retractable. Oh, thing. that was uh, King King Shikamaru, I believe. I think I think they're looking it up for their own thing. Yep. Um, and it's one of those, as an artificer, you get like, depending on the path you, I haven't built that in a while. I probably look back at Dalit's character sheet, but like you get certain trinkets um, based on your field of study. And I decided on that one in night vision. There was another one that I uh, wanted to take that I didn't get. Um, I can't remember, but artificer is fun as long as like, I don't in any way plan on leading the adventure. It's like a supporting <laughs> char- character. Artificer is amazing. What was that even like having that schizophrenic thing in the last episode? Oh my god! Um, so while you guys are doing stuff normally, I I put a lot of thought into like what Uzo would do, and I just like throw it out there just to kind of like place him in the theater of the mind because I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, he would probably be doing this while you're doing that. Um, it's a lot harder to do on the spot when you're talking to yourself. Like how? <laughs> okay, so Dalid would say. Dalit and, Uzo, Dalit and Uzo's interaction would be extremely tense. They wouldn't, I don't think they'd be friends. Sure. Um, but for the sake of not killing either one of them, uh, <laughs> it became a, a, an interaction of convenience. Yeah, because uh, Uzo's kind of existence defies uh, Dalit's perception of reality. Well, I mean, so anyone- you were blind and then you got your sight back. Let's. Let's, I mean, literally anyone with, with 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 magic should be should defy Dalid's perspective on, yeah. on reality. He just he just chooses to go. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> oh, they. I mean, there's an explanation for this. 
but you, there, sometimes you, there isn't. Sometimes a magic God is just science that we haven't figured out yet. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> By the way, I, I loved I loved your performance of, of that interaction as well, going back and forth. That was, that was crazy. That was awesome. Mouth. Both Stop. both of you guys, seriously. You, you shut Aaron, your you face, Warren. It. it was great. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, Warren, had a hard time. I remember the one segment where I was genuinely saying Dalit's line as Uzo, and I was yeah. like, "How does Bo do this?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I try and keep away from talking to myself. So. No, I. Uh, but sometimes cut scenes. <laughs> I didn't notice anything. I loved uh, your performance. At, walking away after I did, um, what is it, Ung um. and and Ruckus. Okay, first of all, I hope someone clipped the part where I forgot to reply to myself. <laughs> if not, we can go back and find it. It's still on Twitch. Yeah, chop chop. And, and, and second, chop, chop, huh? what I came to mind. And second thing was that like. I would have played it out so that way Ruckus at least talked more about like why he seems a little pissy right now. If that, if people can distinguish, I don't even know. He seems the, I don't know if he seems the regular amount of pissy or slightly more pissy. Can you tell? Uh, I, tell I definitely me. got, I definitely got that you were more pissy. And for a second, I thought it was because I was making you role play on and, <laughs> and Ruckus. <laughs> That well, actually, I was mad at myself. I'm my own worst enemy because I was like, "What's his voice? What's his voice?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Voice. Don't you know the Sanic voice? God! It was pu- prepubescent voice a second before that. <laughs> it- Mitch, Mitch's voice was off the just off the rails. Not any, anywhere close. Oh yeah, no. Any time that, that I'm doing NPCs, like like with Saltmarsh, I could not tell you what voices I was using for anyone. I just went mm. with, with, with generic masculine, somewhat British for mm. most of them. Because I was like... So it's um, it's it's like the... Uh, when I was making the character sheet, I was kind of just like playing around with stuff and, and just kind of like, oh, what would this person have been like? And mm. then I, at some point I found Dalid and I was like, I don't care what happens. This character is not dying. <laughs> like I'm keeping this character alive. Like this character is, yeah. You ca- I, I don't, I don't know. I, I've definitely, I was the kind of person in Starcraft who got attached to one Marine and would lose the entire fight trying to save this one Marine because I've built up a story in their head about it. That's awesome. <laughs> this guy has 32 okay. confirmed kills. He's seen some shit. We got to keep him alive. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Make it thirty-three. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you find Hef's question, Thomas? Uh, if it was, uh, when are we going to start streaming the three uh, D printers? Uh, that was the question. Just, that's just, we just was that it? Was that not it? That's I an mean, amazing stream. I mean, that's definitely a way to get uh, streaming hours. <laughs> Yeah, we have the streaming hours. That's it's people watching that we need. Uh, I actually just put up a security camera. Uh, such on quality TV. content as this? Yeah. <laughs> Bro. Sorry. Under the printer so I can redo there, them. As long as, I mean, you put that up and you throw on like the carbon soundtrack on loop, like you'll get some, you'll get some viewers. People stream aquariums and like plant. There, There's a plant stream. People are just like watching. Granted that the plant has like level statistics and like room temperature and like uv information about the lights but like we should probably tell kelly about this stream huh it's a stream of a plant the camera (laughs) is streaming just the plant you know we were playing um well she was playing uh what was it 
uh, New Horizons, the uh, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. She was playing it, and we got to the point where it was like, hey, see if you can catch a shooting star. And we were playing it on the, the 47 inch TV. And so we were watching it, and we looked up, and we just sat there, and we're like, whoa, this is nice. <laughs> we, were, yeah, we, we were blazed for sure, but it was like, whoa, this is very nice. We never saw a shooting star at all. And so we went and looked it up online, said, how do you, when do you, find shooting stars and it was like between 7 p.m and 4 a.m so it's like at night wow <laughs> you've never seen a shoot is that in person or in game no no in game okay. in game yeah that's yeah. crazy well and, and it, it was it was nice just to chill and look at the night sky and the moon and it was it was pretty cool i've i've honestly ha I, i've only had that experience once in a video game it was when someone put on skyrim in a college dorm that i was hanging out in and it was you know the dorm was completely dark and the tv took up most of it because it's a dorm um but it was it, it was Skyrim way up north, and they'd gotten the northern lights right. Mm. And I just sat there and stared at them and oh, went, nice. you know, when when I leave Alaska, because I was still in Alaska at the time, but I knew I was leaving, I'm going to get this game. And when I feel homesick, I'm just going to go find this place and just sit and watch this. Because it looks like, it, it feels like looking out my window and watching the northern lights. You know what I do? Yeah. Like, I love the details of stuff like that. Like, I'll put on... Uh a GTA radio station and just like yeah. listen to the content or for instance, like um, the division original division, the radio station or like some like random NPC rant, like at, in GTA, they got this like Jesus character who just like rants about the world. And I'm mm -hmm. like, you know, this game is cultural commentary, but this digital character is like speaking some truth. Uh, <laughs> GTA four had a radio station called the journey and it was basically AI radio station. And it was like, uh, like the Buddha sort of, and it was like preaching love, harmony, like ex like existential shit. And uh, I was like, wow, you know, synthesized ideas by synthesized voices. Mm -hmm. Like nothing's real anymore. This is I mean, mood though. <laughs> I loved JB Smooth. Did you hear him he, on the radio? Oh no, which and one GTA, is he on? GTA Five. Like if you're just driving around, he has like a little talk. Show. Oh yeah, he talks about coconut water. Yeah, <laughs> that is the nectar of the gods. <laughs> My favorite one is um the 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 hipster one where the girl's like she could just totally care less. She's like, yeah, so like here's a here's another song or not like nothing means anything. So like who cares? Just listen to the music and she like puts it on. Boy, very very nihilist uh, point of view there. I like it's, that. Dude, it's the so punk great. station. <laughs> I like in uh, in Fall Fallout Four, uh, the radio station talks about how like the the things you do in game, like as the DJ uh, between songs, he's like, oh, you see the the newcomer went and he uh, took care of those, you know, those raiders down at the thing. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I've actually never played any of the Fallout games, but some and and which is hilarious to me because. I the people at the studio can attest i collect bottle caps for my friend who is obsessed with the fallout games but i've never played them myself it's one of these days i i'm glad i got the rpg bug out of me during junior high school high school and some of college because like i cannot dedicate that kind of time mm -hmm. fallout 4 is like i got it and i've never even taken it out of the box i couldn't even get through god of war 4 because of it yeah just, really yeah Wait, the, the or yeah, gets the a little norse? repetitive it, it, it was yes yeah, the norse one it was it's amazing i love where it. he where, where 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 he keeps calling calling his son boy boy <laughs> there was a great there's a great boy. meme where it was like 
uh, Kratos standing like this, and then the caption was like, "When you forget your son's name, boy." <laughs> <laughs> so good. Do you know how right. often I go, "Boy," <laughs> any of you guys at any given point in time, and it's usually accurate. Nice. I hey, want uh, Kratos to just go through all of history and kill all the old gods. Like his next stop should be ancient Egypt. I don't know Ooh. if anyone knows this YouTube channel, but it, they're an old one called Mega 64. They've been around a while and they had one sketch where they said they had that exact same idea, but instead he actually fought like Jesus. And, and then he yeah. ends with Jesus. Yes. <laughs> it ends with him fighting Jesus. Oh, wonderful. All right, let's uh let's let's jump back into questions. Uh so let's uh let's do uh, all right. Um, I have, oh. Go ahead. No, okay, wait. If you have, all right. I hope this relates, but I saw I have taught us or someone talked about they love the Fallout music and that made me kind of think like, well, what's everybody's like most iconic or favorite game music they like here? I got uranium fever. Uranium what is that? Fever. <laughs> uh, Final Fantasy VII and then um, the uh, L.A. Noir. Duke Nukem, totally. Duke Nukem. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. Doom, like old school Doom. Uh... <laughs> I have to say, it's hard to get more iconic than Legend of Zelda. So oh, yeah. that that music is just always, you know, that Ocarina of Time will forever be like my soundtrack for Zelda. Hey, listen. Mm. <laughs> you see uh, my ringtone. <laughs> the, 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 the Persona soundtracks have been consistently good since since the since the very first one. I actually went and found all of the old soundtracks. They are consistently amazing, even in like the PS1 era. And you know, Persona 5 soundtrack is sharp, stylish, gorgeous. I run to some of that music because it has such a wonderful beat to it. We all know these people. I would go to my friend's house and I'd watch him play a game, and we play a game, and he would play it with the fucking radio on. And I instantly thought, I was like, there's something wrong with this fucker. He's going to wind up being a serial killer. Like, who Seriously? does that? So I would but, play Pandora when I was playing, like, World of Warcraft, like, for five to six hours a night while oh, reading for and stuff sure. like that. Oh, for sure. But, like, World a narrative. Yeah. For a bit. Like, a yeah. narrative, though? You're like, and he's skipping cutscenes? Yeah. <laughs> what? Fuck that kid. That who kid. is this yeah. monster that you know? Yeah. Goodness gracious. Terrible. Awful. How, how do you guys... um? How do you guys feel about uh, the Metal Gear music? I haven't listened Which, to it. Metal Gear Solid? I need Metal to know Gear it Solid? more. I have Phantom Pain, but I haven't played it enough to be like, you know, anything other than their introductory music is great. <laughs> you know? It is, mm -hmm. it's more, it's definitely mood. Mood music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, it like, set the tone well. The feeling though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's very well done. And like looking back at like Final Fantasy VII, Nubo Uematsu is just like, he's a god he's a god king but doing that with like eight bit bit crushed sort of music to make such a like it filled the game it filled the game mm. room it was it's weird uh, so i want to jump into i want to jump into different different topic um so this is uh carol wolf again uh do you prefer pre-made adventures versus uh homebrew if I'm uh, the DM or if I'm the player, no, I mean that, that's a, that's a question, right? That's I mean that's a, question, a, that's a, if I'm the DM with carbon with carbon, I'm not I'm not totally sure what is what is what is a module, what is homebrew. I mean it it seems to to be pretty seamless. So with carbon, 
Yeah, right now we are on Homebrew City. Um, but for the first three episodes, it was um, module to just kind of, I feel like they're, they're really good training wheels. And then once you get an idea of like where you're trying to go and what you're trying to do, um, then homebrew, it's, it's just like, you didn't, you, I don't feel like you played D&D to be bound by the like restraints of like a module, yeah. if, you, if you can help it. Well, if you look at it, like chaos agents, I mean, Thomas, you would be a great person to answer that as a DM yeah. who did both a module that turned into a, a homebrew. Yeah, I mean, I think so. So I have issues, honestly, with the Waterdeep module. Um, I think that it was it was it was interesting. Had some great, a lot of great elements, a lot of great characters and um, stuff to it. I think that it was a very the the goal that you guys had wasn't strong enough really you know it's like oh to go and i don't know get money before some other mysterious person did yeah no, the, i mean the hooks the hooks money, on a module aren't as really strong. strong money's a really strong motivator though because especially if you're poor so that's part of the reason why i stopped doing the module because like these like i built myself into a corner like money is no longer a motivator you guys are being fed right. by a corporation like it's the hooks aren't really strong enough. Like I could see you, like a especially Amy, who just like zips by any sort of like side quest <laughs> narrative. Like she, no, she's. You guys don't give a shit about like this, this like lower level political bullshit. I don't know. I think I think that uh, that woman missing her child and that drug addict. I think that ended happily. <laughs> yeah, okay. she had time. Not that you need it, but she had a whole bunch of like healing shit back at her place to help oh. you guys yeah that's great that's fun. Um, <laughs> a little bit we'll uh, i want to ask uh, i want to actually want to ask bo this as well but uh behind the scenes on the channel um we definitely see a spike in interest and viewers when we do modules sure. um, and i think you know i think that there's the elements out there of people that want to run themselves and see how somebody else did it i mean that's one of the reasons why we started this whole thing i mean i was running horde of the dragon queen and i was watching um the guy that does sirenscape bill uh, ben looms his group the dice stormers run it you know just so that i could see somebody else run it before i was running it as a dm so i know that that's uh from a channel point we get views when we do modules well and it also is providing that service as well yeah. i mean honestly yeah. which is which is great uh, but, you know, uh, Bo, you know, I mean, you are doing a serious homebrew, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, not, not one. Uh, very, very serious. And honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way as a, as a DM. I, I, I have never run a module. I've never, never once. Um, it's, it's always been uh, from, from my head. I don't want to be, I don't want to feel constrained by the module. I want to feel 100% free to tell the story that I want to tell. Um, however, you know, if I was in a pinch and it was like, hey, you know, we need somebody to come in and DM for us. Uh, okay, I, I might take a look, you know, if it's, it's a friend or something like that. But uh, as, as far as DMing, I 100% enjoy the, the homebrew. Yeah, yeah. As a player, either way, Tiana, you, you know, yeah. I really enjoy it either way. Okay. Tiana, I, you've done a lot of stuff. 
I've Sorry. mostly, well, and I've, I've, and I've mostly done modules at this point. Um, as Saturday, I actually started my very first session where it was homebrew, where I'm not running off of a, off of a module. And even then I'm, I'm fan fictioning Rasmore a little bit. <laughs> so when you told me that you were running your homebrew in Rasmore, I, uh, I was very honored. So thank I'm, you. That's... I mean, seriously, I, I, I had a story that I wanted to I gotta, tell. I gotta take these off when I say that. Um, <laughs> Have we crossed the bridge seriously, of why Bo is wearing sunglasses? No one had brought it up. I was going to take them off within the first five minutes, but no one brought them up. So I was like, all right, fine. Um, <laughs> I was like, favorite? he is super yeah, big right now. I was doing it as like a joke. And <laughs> just to be like, you know, oh, this is the interview show. I can't be like, you know, brought it up. <laughs> this is definitely him. <laughs> but in, 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 in all seriousness, I, I had a story that, that I wanted to tell uh, based off of a Von Kanto song. And Razmori was the only place that I could feel comfortable enough that, that, I, that I knew the world well enough because I fucking love Natural One and, you know, dig into the lore as much as I can. And so I, I know enough about it to be able to use it as a structure to build my own fan fiction, which I do. I, I've been writing fan fiction as long as I've been a fan, well over half my life at this point. Well, thank you very much. That is a a dream come true, one hundred percent. Thank you. So, 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 sorry, go ahead. Well, and and it's, it's definitely challenging going from running modules like with Salt Marsh and uh, something as structured as the Mitten, where it's just like grab enemies, kill the PCs, cool, no real thought required to building out a world i had to like sit and go through a house structure so i could tell one of them what the house structure was and i was like son of a bitch i did this to myself um it's definitely a lot more work home brewing i like i like modules because it gives me the structure to play in because i know what the overarching problem is and i and i don't have to come up with the npcs <clears throat> or the motivations of all of them. I just have to feed them enough clues to lead them in the direction that I want them to go while mixing in their stuff enough to make it theirs. It feels so. a lot more freeing when you run a module and the party does something that the module didn't plan for. You're like, aha, well, we'll, we'll sort this out. Whereas when you do a homebrew you're, and you're just like, I'm such an idiot. Why didn't I think of that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well and 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 with, and with modules yeah it's a lot more of the experience of going oh they thought of something that the game designers didn't okay i'm gonna have to work with this let's go and that's yeah. where uh, some some of the creativity on that comes in um like most of salt marsh the structure was there and you and you guys had a lot of fun messing around with all of that and there were things that the module did not anticipate for and i had fun with that you know, I'm I'm really happy that we got to see those characters and go to Salt Marsh in in uh, Chaos Agents. That was really really cool. I like the blending. That was awesome. So, I, um, in, in my mind, I had them on a staggered timeline. Like, yeah, me too. Me too. Originally. <laughs> well, and then and, and then I pointed out that that I had specifically said that that the that the party at some point went to the irregular tavern and would get jobs from there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the blending. I wouldn't have said that if I'd known. Dalit is definitely an adjunct professor at the orphanage. Oh, of course he is. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, yeah. I spoke to the owner. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I've actually been having fun 
Um, so I know, so I know what's going to happen in, in Baldur's Gate with these guys. And I've been having fun um, going through the Baldur's Gate Gazetteer that is in the back of uh, Avernus, that module. That's all of Baldur's Gate, right? So I can be like, okay, I need a, I need a, I need a noble that does this. Okay, oh, there's actually already one that does that. And then I yeah. can take that name put it in there and be like, oh, it's not Dave anymore. Um, you know, <laughs> it's uh, so, so I've actually it's been David. It's David. And been a lot of fun. Well, and, and, and that's one of the things that I love about like the Forgotten Realms lore and knowing people like Spike and being part of the stages of, of the Forgotten Realms um, Facebook group, because you, you, you can go in there and be like, hey, were there noble Eladrin families around this time? Oh, here's a link to a, to a, an article about that. Cool, I can pull for that from that for my Eladrin bard. Neat. Yeah. That to, to, to create depth in the world. I definitely pull or steal from our amazing community members. Uh, if you're not a member of the Discord, you should join it now, plug, plug, because a lot of this conversation happens in there as well. And yeah. uh, amazing resources in our community for uh, D&D. So uh, actually, this is a question for you guys out there uh, watching. Uh, do you want to see us do more homebrew or more modules? Ooh. Good question. Uh, we do have now a thing called one short shots and one shots. It's actually, I want to call it short shots, but it's one shots and short shots. Yeah. I, I, I cannot say it fast because if I do, I just end up swearing the whole way through. Can we call it shot storm? <laughs> so at this point, just I an idea. honestly like am equal in my enjoyment of the fighting episodes and the role play episodes. Mm -hmm. hmm. Like, yeah. I don't know which one I would prefer to do. I, I know that it's probably is for for me and for, for as a player, like the role play probably a little bit better. But for people watching, like they want to see us massacre some shit. I, I don't know. I, th I I I mean, again, that's a question for you guys. Uh, do you guys want to see the story? Like, um, I had I had a blast with Ruzo, with Ruckus and Uzo on in their. <laughs> adventure <laughs> um and then you know th that hilarious adventure cut to you know remy and Droste having these emotional moments you know it was uh i i enjoyed that the Although, entire had i known rem Droste wasn't going to happen kumara definitely would have said something um, <laughs> and, and, while um, while, <laughs> while they were having their their moments me and ruckus me and aaron were like all right like comedic relief time like let's do this let's let's go do this none of none of what we planned happened well yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> none and, of what and, we thought of happened. one of and one of the reasons i think why the last two role play episodes have really worked is because we've spent so much time you know running from one crisis to another and you know back basically putting a bunch of character role play stuff on the back burner and saying when we have time we'll deal with this and we had time so we dealt with it <laughs> It was really nice to kind of return to that, um, get a little break, yeah, know, from from all the the seriousness, especially after that massacre. So, yeah, and yeah. like like I'm looking forward now to going into Baldur's Gate and dealing what? with with all of that and everything that we're going to deal with. But I I wanted to resolve everything that we've been resolving. What massacre? We killed all the pirates. All the pirates. All so of them. we they defended ourselves and distributed justice oh let's, yeah I'm, let's okay. not I mean, have this argument 
Here we go. Let's not let's not do this right now, please. Okay. <laughs> I, I would say you you probably know my answer. Role play is is heavier for me. Um, I'm I'm really really happy that we get to do a lot of it in that one. I love the the group that's doing it. They they just you guys slay, and and you guys get really really into it and take it uh, to all, all all sorts of great places. And the combat is always there. You know, we we eventually get to it, but I, I really enjoy the the role play. There are moments in Carbon where I'm like, guys, how much simpler can I make this for you? And I was <laughs> like, Thomas, how many? How often does that happen with you for Chaos Agents? A lot, I'd imagine. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so because I'm not. <sighs> it's when you say that about uh, Carbon, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't think he disagrees, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, there are definitely times where uh, uh, Ryoga is like, we could talk to this guy, or we could just kill him and move on. <laughs> um, and murder hobo. Is, no such a murder hobo, it's ridiculous. <laughs> you gotta he, respect it. He and the turtle will get along great. Uh, <laughs> but I, so 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 Ben and I have actually talked about this about um, the the role of combat in D anD. d and just as like an overall broad spectrum talking about role playing thing. And one of the big things that, that I have landed on after all of that conversation is that in my opinion, combat doesn't mean anything unless you have stakes and you don't have stakes without the story and the characters are the ones driving the story. Mm -hmm. So without, without that, I mean, who gives a shit if, if someone, you know, falls in combat, if you don't know the characters and you don't care about the characters. So in my opinion, if I had to stagger them, it would be character and role play so that you care about the combat. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because but, otherwise I mean, it's, it's just it's... going in and killing things, which is fun. That's what the mitten's for. Exactly. I agree 100%. I agree 100% that you need character and do the thing, and, you know, to have stakes and all of that. You, you, we managed to pull that off in the mittens as well. <laughs> one shot. Yeah, it's... Well, yeah, because, because because once a month we just let loose and go kill things. Like, but but, but we couldn't we couldn't build a whole campaign off of that. Mm -hmm. As as but a, we still as we a, still find like, time to role play in those. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, as, the as, crossover mitten was had an hour of role play before. <laughs> I am so upset. I didn't get to be part of that role play. <laughs> that was amazing. That's amazing. Um, okay, so uh, I, I want to ask this question uh, from Three Fingers Sixty. I was confused at first in this question. Uh, what would Remy think about David, or David think of Remy? And at first, I'm like, which one? Which David? <laughs> which David? David. <laughs> the Kenku. The Kenku. Uh, <laughs> David. 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 Um, Honestly, honestly, I think they'd be friends. I think they'd really like each other. I, I think that they would respect each other's brains and wit. And I think that uh, they, they would have a good time. They would, they would drink. They, they would joke. I think they, they would have a, a nice bromance. I, I, I still hold that Remy missed his calling when he didn't, when he didn't become a bard. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he turned to the dark side. Yeah. Hard side. Think about Bard for next next campaign. We'll see. He's at ship for months on end, and he smokes weed. I feel like he knows how to play a, a loot pretty well. 
I feel like that's just, at least a flute. Some some musical instrument. He just kind of like tin lays. whistle. That's what he plays. Yeah. Tin whistle. And so in uh so early on we did uh one of our tests. It was an, it was actually an audio streaming test. Uh, Alan ran us through a small scenario, and I played a bard, and my bard's instrument was uh was telling stories of that. Remember that time? <laughs> that- <laughs> Inspiring. So, uh, yeah, I was like, always like, hey, remember that time when we had to do this thing and you had to, and like, that was how I would do my bardic inspiration. Nice. I love that. This one time at Bard Camp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you guys see the film Onward, uh, there's actually, I think the older brother is playing a bard. Like, he, he doesn't like sing or do anything like that, but he's always very uh, inspiring mm-hmm. to, his, to his younger brother and, and helping him out. And I think it's very similar to how you were playing that. I think you're right because his whole thing is holding on to the stories of the old times. Mm-hmm. I didn't put he's, that he's together until apart. just now. Yeah, he's but always he, inspiring and, and yeah. lifting him up. Yeah, but he's but, but but he's not a bard who uh, uses magic. Yeah, it's true. Onward with yeah. I love that. Movie. So, are so are do like drill instructors technically classify as bards then? Hey, it's inspiring or intimidating. I mean, yeah. intimidation. Intimidation is a charisma skill. Is. Fear is a hell of a motivator. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so I can play the spoons and be a bard. Excellent. Yes, yes you can. Yes. I was I was fully Thank expecting guys. there to be spoons played yesterday. Actually, <laughs> you're gonna. Uh, hate I wasn't me. the barter. I would have totally done that. We have 500 bits from King Shikamaru. Uh, 500 to my senpai. Aro, whatever that means. Aaron, it, they, they, they corrected it to Aaron. Senpai. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it. Uh, what's the return term? Mm, Bo, Bo, what is the return term to senpai? Huh? Kohai? How, kohai? Kohai, yeah. So if they call me senpai, I say kohai? You could, but I wouldn't. <laughs> what? what did you tell um, me to say? <laughs> that's a no, good that's what it is. You have, you have senpai, you have kohai. All right. Well, I love you, Shikamaru, and thank you. <laughs> uh, here's this is a great question. Um, uh, Bo, did you expect Ted to develop a cult and it have a cult leader? <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, I I did not expect any any of that. I I completely blame the half one hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yes. Uh, I. Very, very flattered, but no, I, I, I had no idea. Ted was just supposed to be this, this fun character that was along for the ride, um, to, to make people laugh, and, and I, I had no idea. So thank you, Hef. It's thank like, uh, what is it? It's like uh, this, this main series discovering that one, it's one of its uh, featured neighbor characters is really popular. It's like, let's spin them off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good for a spin-off. <laughs> Tedderson and Associates. <laughs> the accounting D&D show. Yeah, it's like a sitcom accounting D&D show is what it is. You know what I really want to see, Bo, though? Uh, mm. you, you saw the video that I posted of uh, Kermit singing the Rainbow Connection. Oh I, God, I, yes. really want to, I, I really want to see you do that as Ted. I know you oh. can sing. I have heard you sing. Uh, well, okay. Well, yeah. An accounting minute, and that's funny. <laughs> um, you can yeah, the accounting shanty. We have, uh, to, we, have to get, we have to do the Master Chef mitten first. I, I, I do want to do that, actually. <laughs> I, I am planning on the Master Chef mitten for sure. Uh, you write it, we'll run it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, actually, you know what? I think, uh, I think now is a great time for a break. Um, need a refill of booze. It's actually only been an, an hour. It's only been an hour, man. 
It's amazing how but you go on break. Combat. Me and Aaron will talk about uh, movies. You guys. Yes. Uh, well, hey, right. why, we don't three. actually have to go on break, right? We don't we have don't. to. Have to walk no. away. Uh, but <laughs> that was oh, yeah. a great time to do a giveaway. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah, it is. Yes, uh, it is. I'm going to the bathroom. So Hashtag chaos. If anybody needs to get up and go to the bathroom, do it. And we're just going to keep streaming. Um, I need another drink to deal with you, lot. I need another drink. I'll all right. right. <laughs> maybe, maybe there's a break time. I'll get, I'll get a drink too, but I'll be right back. I quit. Don't look at my ass when I get up. <laughs> look at oh my, my gosh. They, they're, they're asking for a, a New Zealand accent. Oh, the Raven White. Taika Waititi. Taika. Taika Waititi. Aaron. Taika Waititi. I hear Taika Waititi. That was pretty good. Uh, yeah, I like Flight of the Concords a lot. So yeah, kind of oh, on the Murray. <laughs> Murray was yeah. my favorite. Murray, Murray. he was leggy, great. The manager. Leggy, yes. leggy, leggy, blonde. Leggy, 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 leggy. Zero one zero one zero one one zero zero. Oh yeah, binary solo. Hippopotamus. My rhymes are bottomless. I'm the hippopotamus, uh, flows the flow like phosphorus, popping off the top of this esophagus. Sorry. My lyrics made all the ladies I mean, in the first two rows pregnant. I, I, I mean, Bo, you are required to go from that into Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think for my 33rd birthday, I think we did the karaoke, and uh, me and my buddy did a, a couple of Hamilton songs. I was so angry that for my 33rd, I couldn't go out and do karaoke. I was so pissed off about that. Oh, my God. My, uh, I, I think this was the, I think this was my accent or somebody's, but it was more kangaroo than kiwi. <laughs> Thank you, Winter. Appreciate it. Good eye. Good eye. Good eye. Drow killer. Drow killer. So, kind of, uh, how long have you been playing role playing games? So, I will, I will, I will tell this story. Um, I was in grade school very early grade school my brother was in sixth grade i was in first when i started wow. playing uh there was not a lot of uh role playing with an e uh at that time for sure but i started playing dungeons and dragons um you know going through the old first edition modules and uh playing some star frontiers in that time as well that was <laughs> a lot of fun um and then, you know, I did some playing in junior high, some in high school, but then it wasn't until I got to college that I really took it up again and then eventually faded away. And then I moved to California where I played again. I met some people on an online message again. Board. Yes. I, it was actually Wizards of the Coast at one point had message boards. Man. Obviously now they could not get away with it because there'd be so much trolling. Uh, oh, yeah. but they had them and somebody posted looking for players and I was like I'm new to this state I don't know anybody let's go <laughs> and um and one of those people happened to be Ezra uh one of those and eventually Nick uh so those those were people wow. that I met just uh, on a message board going and playing D&D you met people off of a message board back in the internet wild wild west of the internet days mm -hmm. that that is uh I've risky I I did mm -hmm. that too with, with uh, Council of Elrond back when I was really into Lord of the Rings. I have I met people there that I've known for half my life at this point through writing role play games. I, so I didn't get into tabletop for a long time. But finish your finish your thing, Thomas. Oh, I was I was just gonna say. So um, a different message board. Uh, 
this was a filmmaking message board back in probably early 2000s, late, late 90s. Um, no, probably early 2000s. Uh, I was involved in a filmmaking message board. Mm. And then a bunch of other people, blah, 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 blah. You know, we would, you know, have meetups and everything like that. But there was this guy um, that I knew. And we started this channel 20 years later or whatever. And looking around at the other shows on there, I'm like, oh, dude, I know that guy. Like, because of this message board 20 years ago. Uh, <laughs> so Dom Zook over at Saving Throw Show, he runs that stream. And they've been doing it since way before Critical Role. Oh, that's um, so cool. Shit. I know him. I'm like, oh, my God. I've never met you in person, but I've known you for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you know, we've been talking. He's, he's going to be on, on the Untitled Podcast coming up. Hell yeah. That's Sweet. awesome. But that's, it's just a fun little weird thing, right? You know, this whole internet. Did you guys, back in AOL days, did you do any uh, role-playing, uh, guild role-playing in the message board, in the, in the chat room? I did, I did uh, foreign-based role-playing, actually. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Yes. I did uh, Star Wars, actually. No. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I Why? did. I, I was obsessed with Star Wars. So, I still am, but. There were, there were, like, Dragon Ball Z chats where, like, people would fight in, in like, the quicker the... F- the typer the better the position but i was like doing fantasy stuff and wrestling fed so like wrestling rp via aol email was basically like we would do our promo skits and describe it basically have to write like an entire paper of like our wrestlers thing anyway um dropping the veil on the other people in my uh aol in my guild right i'm like a an assassin level 80 like going into chat rooms and you know uh ubu enters the chat with his hood up and like whatever see like you'd have to type so many lines before mm. you can initiate an assassination on somebody just to establish your presence anyway give them an opportunity to detect you and like just it the entire veil on everything dropped one day when like um our the the leader i don't even know what we call it, the leader of our guild basically she sent an email out with like there's something happened to her and she sent an email out with her photo in it before like uh kiva or what is it called like uh gofundme and it totally threw me for a loop because here i am like 13 years old like fourth in command of this guild and i can't help her in her situation and here she's like 35 year old flight attendant from delta and i'm like Mm. what is what is life i don't understand it like (laughs) we talk to each other as if we're peers you know um kelly kelly actually started in foreign based role play as well it's one of the things we we bonded over and um Rhea is actually a character that was from that uh that she has kind of ported over and changed nice. to, to fit D. so that's like a, a fully real, realized character from those days it's nice yeah um back ba- back in the day uh my so i'm i'm vanna lost on pretty much all of the social media stuff and that started because i was really into lord of the rings when uh the first movie came out shortly after it came out onto vhs because it was on vhs first it was great <laughs> <laughs> I know what that is. um but it was uh, on uh, book first and you know it yes <laughs> obviously <laughs> duh <laughs> you're telling i'm sorry you're telling me this <laughs> <laughs> um 
but yeah, a friend of mine sent me over to uh, the Barrow Downs website where where I could get my Elvish name. My and and I I typed in my name and it came up with Vanalos and I chose Wen because I like Darwin, pretty easy choice. And then I looked up what it meant. Vanalos Wen means fair haired snow maiden. I'm blonde naturally from Alaska. There you go. <laughs> so it was like serendipity. Oh that's this fake. That is fake. So it's been my internet handle pretty much ever since. But back in the day of Council of Elrond, um, <laughs> it, it, it was it was Von Fairsnow who was the younger sister of Legolas because Legolas's family tree is completely unfilled out, so you can do whatever the hell you want with it. <laughs> and I did a lot of writing role play with Von Alosuin and then later with Rainian. And I, I have people that I've known for not quite 20 years, but certainly a long time off of those message boards. Um, I'm throwing this out into the ether of the internet. I used to go to this site that introduced me to a lot of fantasy art. I actually stole downloaded art to use in my like AOL bio for my characters. Um, but it was called Ice Haven. And it, all it was is like fantasy level art. But the music on Ice Haven, when you would, go there was just like the most majestic thing and i've it's like an old school geo cities page and i've been looking for oh, it man. forever so if anyone out there is seeing this please send me a kite because like have you been to uh, archive.org no what no it archives all old websites yeah oh council of elrond is still out there and i actually go and poke through there every once in a while to to see the shit that i wrote when i was like 15 and 16 you, let me tell you do you guys remember YTMND? You're the man now, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Back before the YouTube days, like way, like 2004. Look at Warren's wow. face as he's like downloading the internet into his brain. It's it's the, blank. The big like the big one for the. It was all memes. It was just like the birth of of internet memeing for sure. From nice. 2004 to 2016. It's got so many images and so many clips, but when I click it, it's here. It says Ice Haven Fantasy Images, but it's like I can't. It doesn't. It doesn't go anywhere. So uh, while you're doing that, uh, we actually got 500 bits Sorry. from the Raven White. Um, oh, must have been for uh, the accent. <laughs> yeah, that was the New Zealand accent from a fan in New Zealand. Oh my god. Well, hi. It's one wonderful. of these. Nope. One of these days, one of these days, I'm 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 gonna make it to New Zealand because I've been a Lord, as you can probably imagine, I've been a Lord of the Rings nut since I was like 16. Mm. I'm gonna go to New Zealand. I'm gonna go see the places. Damn it! Mm. I am I am I am looking for cheap flights for December to go either there or Australia. Sure. I feel like Makes those sense. are gonna be pretty cheap. Didn't we yeah. have some fans from Cardboard and Chaos watching our pandemic from New Zealand? I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, here, here's here's the interesting thing. We, how many patrons do we have? Uh, a dozen. Two of them are from Australia. What are the odds? So Australia on our podcast metrics, actually, Australia is our our third most popular country. So oh. it is uh, the U.S., Canada, and Australia, excluding Quebec. Excluding Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> It has views, but it just says excluding Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely, definitely going to make it to New Zealand at some point. It is, it is, is it is very high on my list that and uh, the UK because I'm also a huge Sherlock Holmes fan and other UK-based authors, Tolkien, Lewis, Shakespeare. That guy, totally. <laughs> As you do. I want to go because of Flight of the Concords. I, 
That's fair. That's fair. If only the actor that plays Murray is still there, I will. I won't go. He's doing a ton of things. Oh, he was in. Um, he was in uh, in the, one of the newer episodes of the X Files when they came back. Oh. He played a swamp creature that was bitten by a man and turned into a man um, in the full moon. <laughs> so he would like, what? yeah. So his original form was a swamp monster, but he turned into a man because he was bit by a guy. And it was so, actually so that what? actor. Yeah. So, okay. so, so for anyone who was wondering and keeping track, TV movie star- TV and movie talk started at one hour and twenty minutes into this. Uh, his name is Reese Darby. There That's his go. name. Yeah, Reese Darby. Not spelled how you think. <laughs> <laughs> I like his work. I, I, I've always enjoyed his his work. I saw him in Yes Man. He oh. did very good work oh. there. Oh yeah, he was yeah. brief. Yeah. Yeah. Has anybody you... seen? So since we're on movie talk, has anybody seen the TV yeah. show? Uh, what we do in the shadows? Not yet. I I'm hesitant. I Very haven't. Easy. I have heard really good things about it, though. I I've heard the opposite. I missed Jermaine Clement. Yeah, you would. Uh, you would miss it without Taika. Yeah. Yeah. But really, I I think that comes down to the the performances of of the people in it and the writing, of course, of course, the writing, but the performances and the people who are in it, Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement. I mean, it's 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 hard to be at that level. I enjoyed it from a distance, like from what trailers I've seen, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know if that's their department or if it's that's actually the good representation of the show, but it seems fine. I, I just don't have a draw to go see it. I really fell in love with that comedy, like that or the movie. Like, yeah, really hit it hard with I, it. I actually haven't seen the film yet, and it's it's on my list. I know, I knew I'd get that look from Bo. <laughs> you haven't seen What We Do in the Shadows? Nope. Oh, Wait. no, it's, it's, it's art. Has anyone seen What We... Uh, no, dang it! It's his other mo- film, uh, where the wild wilder people. Hunt. Oh yeah, hunt where for the, the wilder people. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen that one. Yeah. Where the wild ones are. I was thinking of them. <laughs> yeah, that's Mike Jones. <laughs> yeah, wrong. <laughs> On me. You know, I, I watched Hunt for the Wilder People, and then like right after that, I watched that that Swiss Army Man one, which is absolutely surreal. If you have <laughs> yeah. a chance, see Swiss Army Man because that is some crazy shit. I've been hesitant like, to that one because the trailer is just farting and boners the whole time. Yeah. Dude, it is the... a surreal film. It is it's, a surreal film. I, so I don't know. It's and, and then you get to the end and you think that it's like, okay, so now we know what really happened. But then you're like, wait, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. You have no idea by the end of it, like what any of that was. <laughs> it's the truth. Man, it's the truth. But it is, yeah, but it is very surreal and very, you know, artfully done, but like makes no sense. I love the career Daniel Radcliffe's uh, is going down. I love it. Has anybody even seen the trailer Guns Akimbo? Is no. that the one where he's in the in the bathrobe with the two guns? Yeah, stapled to his hands throughout the movie. It's of just of course they are. It, that's the trailer. <laughs> See, I, I I love that because he made all of his money as a child star, and now he's like, I can do whatever I want. So I'm going to do all the weird artsy films that I want to do, and doesn't yeah, have, he's absolutely. not he's not bound to do anything that's commercially successful. He can just do whatever he wants. Like that and is also that yeah. is the dream. It's also very healthy for him. Um, mm-hmm. Because so many child actors don't turn out well, you know. I mean, like yeah. critical role actress Ashley Johnson. I mean, yeah. oh my god, just such a shame what happened to her. Okay, <laughs> you're horrible. You mean Sam Regal? <laughs> Sam Regal. 
Oh yeah, oh. on him too. I mean, man, what was what what was that movie that he uh, didn't go anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> well, he wasn't in uh, Blind Spot. I'll tell you that. No, no. Uh, Sam Regal was in. I thought it was Les Mis or something like that on Broadway. Was he? As who? He was definitely a child actor in some things. Um, I know uh, Ashley Johnson was in Blind Spot, which is why she was always missing from Critical Role. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got to fly to New York and you know do real acting. <laughs> but again, acting, I mean, playing the you know just playing the scientist that uh, in a TV show. It's like yeah. I feel like it's there's way more freedom in the campaigns than there are on a script. Oh well, well I mean, yeah. of course. There's always yeah. more freedom when you're when you're improvising than there is with yeah. a script. The script, you have a script supervisor making sure you don't get a word wrong. I don't read the script, the script reads me. <laughs> I only do it all in one take. Ever. I remember a casting director telling me, like going into a uh, an audition, it's like, yeah, don't ever change the script, right? These these people are are professional writers, and like they they write comedy, so like just do do the lines. And I'm like, these lines are shit. Like, these lines I, are funny. I know I know comedy as well. I'm not a professional writer, but like, give, but it's not trust funny. me. Yeah, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> So so is that so when you so when you came in and you read for us and not not Quest and Chaos but the other thing oh. these lines are fucking shit no not at all man <laughs> no yeah no you you guys like they're so acting in the Bay Area is its own fucking animal uh, oh ain't it just a lot of people waste your time <laughs> and that when you find a group of people or you know you attach yourself to good people on projects so that like um word of mouth spreads on like the quality of project um so when someone says hey i got an idea or like um i'm someone is looking for something like oh yeah i i, I trust your artistic judgment because like we're kind of on the same wavelength or at least i know i might be able to pull a scene out of this that i can use <laughs> real somewhere sometime yeah did i ever send you stuff for your reel no Thomas. <laughs> back acting in the bay area is also participating in stuff that you may never see i've i've acted in so many projects that like i haven't seen the end result and it's like well at this point whatever well, and, and, and some of the projects that, that I've worked on, I, I didn't want to see the end result by the time that I was done. I was just like, I am so done with this that, it, that if you send me a DVD, I will take it outside and ritually burn it. <laughs> I so, so actually, interesting. So, so I, I do eventually do think that that project will get finished and shown on this very channel. Nice. Um, but um, for those of you who want to see the pilot and one horrible VFX, so decent VFX throughout, and then one horrible VFX, uh, youtube.com slash mage maven. So anyway. the, the VFX at the time, I was impressed by. So yeah, but now. Put it in context. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I uh, was like, It's like Dragonheart. Is... Dragonheart's a good, you shut your whore mouth. You go back <laughs> and watch those VFX. You watch that CGI dragon I'm... and tell me that it stands up. I I'm glad you said hold. that. I was Lauren is trying though, to get that 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 sucker punches dragon was better than the Hobbit's dragon. Jesus There's yeah. nothing wrong with sucker punches. Sucker punches dragon. graphics were great. I yeah. love sucker punch. It's a sucker good punch video is game. An amazing movie. Yes. And Smog is amazing. That's another one that doesn't make sense. Which one? <laughs> sucker <laughs> punch. I I, the movie? I love I love yeah, the that film. Movie. I don't let's, think you can enjoy let's, it let's thinking have that about conversation. it. Conversation. What do you mean? What doesn't make sense about it? 
I saw it in theaters. You're, and you're distracted went, by the cute women in, in skirts. In sailor outfits. Zack yeah. Snyder was. Look at him in an yeah. interview talking about his own film. He's like, the action and the... So that's cool. all it was. That's all it was. <laughs> no, it, was it wasn't surreal. It was, I don't think it made much sense at all. Sucker Punch was a Rorschach test to the moviegoer. Yeah. Ex- no. Yes. Explain the inse- like the in- levels of inception that movie went through when they were trying to go within a dream, within a dream, within a oh, dream. Oh, dear it God. Did, it, I, I agree. It's not exactly. a, no, it's it not the apocalypse. When it adds for the no record, weight to the I movie. liked Sucker Punch for what it was. It's I not just a don't dream. think there was much there. Wow. That's wow. Holy shit. I what? sucker punch is that it's appropriately named. It is a sucker punch. I don't, you know, people listen to a piece of art or like see a movie and walk away with totally different interpretations. I feel like I don't think I'm reading too much into that film to to say that like there were definitely some uh fucked up predictions in that. Um, to our current society. Um, and I'm definitely giving Snyder more due than he deserves, probably. But like, even idiots stumble upon genius. Well, yeah. yes. Broken, <laughs> broken clock, right? Twice exactly. a day. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I think with Snyder, it's once a day. <laughs> I was very disappointed. Problem in Man with of Snyder. Steel. Watchmen was, was great. Man of Steel Watchmen's was great. The ending was horrible. Yeah. Everything else was like panel for panel from the comic, but the ending made me want to find him and stab him. I don't think he had. I don't think he had the. I don't think the ending was his. Right. I, like that's that's like some some box office marketing PR person deciding. Maybe. But at the end, I mean, admittedly, the Watchmen ending in the, in the graphic novel didn't make a lot of sense, but it, it made more sense than what they did with the film. And I'm just like. And and my, my ex and I actually got into a really bad argument over it. So <laughs> sucker punch I, is great, by the way. Sucker punch is muddling. It, it, it hits you with a sucker punch. Basically every it. act. Yeah, it's it's amazing. All I'm saying is I, I like to think Zack Snyder thrives best when you don't think about the story or what's happening. You know what I mean? Maybe the message shines through. You want to talk about great, a proper the, filmmaker? The, Come on. Let's talk I, about a proper filmmaker. Talk stop. about Spielberg. Come on. Wow. After Someone more Spielberg recent. shit all over Ready Player One. You want okay, to talk okay. about he is not He is not perfect for sure. For yeah, sure. He is not, he is not responsible for the Snyderverse, which is DC, which is god awful. Man so. of Steel was a good film. Uh, <laughs> okay, you know what? Is that Brandon Roush? <laughs> no, no, that was uh, that was Superman Returns. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I agree it's a good movie, but I don't agree that it is a good Superman movie. I just that's Why not? that's my distinction. Okay. How else would okay. you be, 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 wait a fuck. second? How how would you depict Superman? And also, people who say that fucking I know Christopher, you're gonna whatever his fucking name is, is a better Reeves? Batman. Than, than Ben Affleck, what? you deserve to be shot. Wait, Christopher Reeves? Because I can figure it out right Christian now. Bale. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Um, I mean, he wasn't I'm a wait, fan wait. of Batfleck. I think he's fine. I think ben, Batfleck ben isn't bad. I, I think I, I, Batfleck I, 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 was born. Ben Affleck was born to play Batman. Who's looking forward to Cedric uh, as as the entertainer? Again, it. You, oh, you, you mean it uh, wasn't Batman? That was the Edward, It was the Edward writing. Cullen. Yeah, the writing of all that. Shit. Oh, so, oh, wait that a second. Costume, that costume recently. DC is like innately political, man. Holy shit! Like the writing, you you can't you can't have these gods right, walking around without 
the natural world being affected. Like Batman v Superman was one of the worst films I've seen. You are crazy. So disappointed. What? You are crazy. Hey, gentlemen. It is such a <laughs> gentlemen. I think it's about time for a break, isn't it? Tom? No, it's not. No. <laughs> Wait. I'm sorry. This isn't contentious. We're, we're I'm Batman versus Superman was so. Suicide Squad, commercial failure. Marvel people. Suicide Squad was worse. Marvel people like Aquaman more than they like Man of Steel, and it's because of like they want the campy fucking Superman. Who likes Aquaman? It's because most Marvel people. You do not like Aquaman. I like it. No, let let me finish. Let me because it's all about approach and presentation. I think Aquaman is a more entertaining, equally stupid, equally stupid movie, but more uh, visually like. Uh, CGI is garbage, though, and, and near the end of that, it's also a mess. But it's at least, I don't know, there was more going on in uh, in terms of how they wanted to present him to be funny and a little more endearing. I related more to Aquaman than I did with uh, they Man of Steel. fucked up by introducing... I So, I have a special place in my heart for Leto's Joker. He doesn't fit in the current DC. But um, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker totally fits into the man of steel batman versus superman deep like uh i agree with that i still haven't seen it i do want to watch it i haven't seen yeah but leto's a jerk who who sullies the name of method acting like just just for that i don't want to watch any of his shit that was not watched that leto as joker absolute worst worst have you seen uh requiem for a dream not yet yeah i can't get it out of my mind it's that bad you're fucking awful. crazy. You are on crack. Oh, this is the greatest movie ever. I'm like, no, this is two hours of freaking garbage life. I don't need to see it. You know what I need to see? I need to see Will Ferrell uh, as an elf. Um, um, uh, yeah, everyone yeah, I was okay. really with. I grew everyone up on both that on that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Some um, people prefer there to consume, you know, junk food. I I have a little bit more sophisticated and healthy. His Alex. father chose to die via tornado when he had no choice, when he could have completely avoided that. Correct. I don't think that's thinking man's food. I'll just say. <laughs> <laughs> Soft lob. Like, the movie isn't about him. Soft. Lob. Of course it's not, but it's I about say, Superman. I would oh, say man. man of Steel had one great thing. It really showed what two Kryptonians would do to the city if they fought, and I really liked that. I liked they created that. a, uh, a great we, Dragon Ball Z movie. We've got a giveaway. Yes. We've got a giveaway, everybody. Thank uh, you. We have a giveaway. And... Uh, uh, also a question from the chat. Um, let me look oh, for a question from the that's chat. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> Dude, Requiem for a Dream, are you kidding me? Oh, oh no. Man of, steel thing. Uh, man of Steel? Is it? Thomas, you should have had the question ready, man. Yeah, I just... Uh, yeah, there's no question. It's just like, stop. Please stop. <laughs> we will can, we, can, we, can we... You know what? You know what the world would... Okay, Darren Aronofsky, just let's just him and Zack Schneider should just go off to an island and not make movies. Zack Schneider? I don't, I don't know the other guy, but I support this. You guys didn't like you didn't, you didn't like 300 then, eh? No, no 300 was, very, was, a, was, was a brilliant film. I was very I, drunk when I watched the problem, that. Movie, I could consume it. The problem is when directors have specific styles, it's easy to pigeonhole their shit. And M. Night went through this too. And now people are like sucking him off. Okay, well, M. Oh, M. Night... Uh, M, M Night screwed up a lot. This is let's a let's be R-rated show, <laughs> and they are filleting oh, oh, him. Oh, I see, Thomas. You want us to get more graphic with our description? <laughs> um, 
Hey, squeal the bard, everybody. Congrats, our, our, ben. Our favorite ben. Oh my god, it, he won, won the giveaway. Um, so congratulations on your Gale Force 9 deck of your choice, which could be uh spell cards, monster cards, Oof. uh NPC cards, really that's about it. It's, it's spell Oof. cards or monster cards. Sky's the name. Which is I mean, there's take a lot that, there. we should take that break. No. All right, you guys pissed. go. You guys go yeah. to break. Me and Aaron will keep talking. <laughs> oh, I am ready. Um, I've already taken my adrenaline needle. <laughs> Wait, oh, Pulp Fiction. Awesome. All right, Let's, I'll just uh, take a break. Pulp Fiction is, is okay. I, I mean, okay. Tarantino has another. So <laughs> style okay. is fashion, okay. and it RPG runs out. There's RPG a Dragonlance movie. No, no, no. There's a Dungeons & Dragons movie that is on With home, Marlon right? Wayne's. <laughs> that one. Uh, you know what? The, the okay, so the second Dungeons and Dragons movie, decent. First one with Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Yeah, awful. that's the one. <laughs> the second Jeremy you said Irons decent, Tiana left. It, it's it's almost so so movie and it's Dungeons and Dragons. It's um, snails. Marlon Wayans. Yeah, who's also in Requiem for a Dream. I haven't seen. He him. was okay. Marlon Wayans was was awesome. He's a good actor. In, He's a good yeah. Actor. yeah. Yes. Um. So I had I was flipping through the channels one day and I saw like I was like oh my god what is this what is this D&D movie and I'm like oh it's Wrath of the Dragon King or whatever it's called I'm like oh the, the second movie I've never seen this and it was the last 10 minutes and it was amazing <laughs> and then I went back and I watched the movie from the beginning I'm like oh the last 10 minutes was amazing <laughs> <laughs> um the oh god what what's the Seventh Son, have you seen that? I have not. I just seen like scenes from it. I still want to see it with uh, Bo Bridges. It's not RPG, but it is in the fantasy genre. I'm the seventh son of the seventh son. No, okay. I'm uh, Thirteenth Warrior with the uh... Thirteenth Warrior is amazing. So good. Seen it. So, so slow though. Amazing. But so good. Yeah. You know what? I. It's a part of the journey. Any God <laughs> comments like that. Or, or how Uncle Ben gives himself up in the tornado, because like there's <laughs> Uncle some, Ben, <laughs> there's some like person in a in a in a in a what do they call those control group? Some some oh, person yeah. who has the time to sit there and like these are like undecided voters in November. These these kind of people, and they're just like, oh yeah, maybe like I don't know, Uncle Ben. I'm not attached to him. Like let's fucking. What I imagine going on in that test group before Man of Steel, that's what I agree. Yeah, I think uh, producers like it, with film like jump in a lot, especially now and kind of oh. interrupt stuff. So I hope I wish they were uh, directors were given more freedom. That being said, I really wish uh, I think this happened in the marketing meeting. I would just imagine someone going, uh, can his dad die in like a more interesting way? You know, like, can he be more flashy? I'm kind of bored right now. Like, <laughs> I, like, I, I'll tell you exactly what happened. <laughs> oh. so market research has shown that people are less attached to the parental to the paternal father unit inside the family home so if you want them to maintain stakes and shut up and let them fucking write the script <laughs> so yeah. because, because like if it was further comics last statement on man of steel for me i get i gotta get this out i gotta get this off my chest if it was from the comics, I could have sworn like his dad died. <laughs> Thomas, his dad died uh, by a heart attack, and that was more challenging for Superman to deal with because he can't save someone from a heart attack, but he can save everyone from a tornado. You know, 
Anyway, I'll shut up now. Origins, <laughs> origins, like it doesn't matter. Like... I'm talking about presentation. That's what would have got me, not okay. the tornado. But it's still a good movie. <laughs> you wanna, you want research? Like, give give somebody a heart attack on screen on screen in a movie that touches way too close to home in America. Like, yeah, but heart, that's heart come on. The number one killer here. F- filmmaking, though, like things happen in life, and they have to happen to film. Not everything. But some things like happen <laughs> every day. Like, <laughs> maybe that's an Ariana Grande statement, <laughs> or Vanessa Hudgens has statement <laughs> recently. The way she was making fun of stuff. Like life, if life, if that was real life, when when they were going to save Martha, right? She would have died in a heart attack. That's way too intense for a sixty-five-year-old lady to have to go through. But it's so much emotion, <laughs> so much more emotionally evocative. I would have speaking, loved that. Speaking of Martha, uh, one of my favorite, favorite memes is the photo of Snoop Dogg and Martha and the caption, one of these two is a felon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, everyone. Can I, can, can I pay attention again? What is that? Hey, for, for the record... For the record, it's nope. nice to sit here and talk with you guys. I mean, yes, we're supposed to be talking about Dungeons and Dragons, but during COVID, during all of this, it's nice to just sit and hang out and shoot the shit with you guys. I'm sorry to the audience if if it's not as entertaining, but it is really nice to see you guys and, and do this. No, it's it's, it's sentimental it's, bullshit. Oh, shut the fuck up! You know <laughs> you're talking. Mean, I mean, it is what it is. But I I don't think it's bullshit. So. <laughs> No, and, I, 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 complete, I completely agree. This feels like sitting around, uh, I mean, minus the ability to reach over and physically touch someone and shove them off a chair and they're being dumb, Aaron. <laughs> I will never stop that. The six feet, it helps me. <laughs> um, but short, short of that, this feels like sitting around the table in the like half hour before we start the show and mm-hmm. hanging out and bullshit. And it's a lot of fun. I've missed you guys. Seriously, seriously. Awesome. And I'm, I'm so glad that everyone's here to see this. This is nice. <laughs> So this, um, so this whole thing started off with uh, last week, Tiana and I worked that like insane 420 video stream. Um, it was long. And, it was exhausting. And then yep. Tuesday gone, I don't know if I can do this next week, uh, knowing that. So originally on this Thursday, we were going to have a, a, a part one of a two shot. Uh, we believe it's going to be next week, uh, Thursday. Uh, part one of a two shot. It is the a introductory session to a campaign called Exalted Veils that is going to be hitting Kickstarter uh, mid May, and that was the reason why we didn't do it this week. Uh, is it was supposed to be in April, and then it was supposed to be May first, and then it's mid May now. But uh, it, it, so it was supposed to be on half day. It was supposed to be yeah, on no. half day, is what you're telling me. So, uh, so mid, uh, mid May, it's going to hit Kickstarter. It's a camp. It's, it's much like, uh, Waterdeep where it is a, it is a module and then a big portion of lore about the world. Uh, we are going to be doing the, the introductory little session. So there's, there's some cool, uh, little classes in there and archetypes and, and different things like that. We were supposed to be doing it this week, which is why I was like, I'm fucking overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. Fair. And but now so actually being off, I've I've like I said I said before, I was like super writing uh in into the Baldur's Gate section of this of this story. Uh, 
I know, I know there's, there's a gap in there between like, it's much like the underwear gnomes. So I know Baldur's Gate, free Uzo's patron, but there's stuff in the middle of that. So. <laughs> What? There's stuff the in the underwear. middle of that? What are you talking about? Uh, anyway, uh, what did I actually? I, I did respond in chat while you guys were having movie talk. I just went and started talking. Oh, yeah, in no, chat. I, I, I went and hung out in chat. Uh, no, I, I just see how it is. Fantasy wrote, movie talk. You don't deserve me without look, the sunglasses. As, as, as I pointed out in <laughs> chat. Hey, look, it's normal bow. <laughs> as I pointed out in chat, the reason why I don't like movie talk is because I have nothing to contribute. So I just sit here and listen to you guys, and I just sit back and wait. Does anyone know or like Chronicles of Riddick? I don't know why that's a thing. Yes, yes. I've never seen it. I, is it a thing? It's a good thing, or the, thing? just the first one? Just watch the first one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So it's, I like um, sci-fi. I like it's the very original that they like build. That. Yeah, it is mm -hmm. because I snuck up on you. D Vin Diesel is actually a D and D topic. He's got his own thing. Okay. Apparently, he's a big nerd. He is, and apparently, he's not. Joe Manganiello oh. called his shit out and been like, "Oh, really?" He's, he's so Joe Manganiello. I think on Colbert was like, "I've I've never seen D Diesel play D and D," but he's not the authority, you know. Like apparently, what I what I heard back in like Game Revolution time was like because paying him an amazing amount of money to to say I am Groot is fucking ridiculous but um apparently he did run campaigns so so there is uh there is a stream i think it was on geek and sundry called d and diesel where vin <laughs> diesel plays d and d he's awful about freaking <laughs> awful he's not a great d and d player uh, and, I, and i believe that because he's not a very good uh improv person and you have to be at least decent at improv he's actually really awkward we should all find a video of him <laughs> there's a video of him on youtube uh where he actually tries to hit on a reporter he got a lot of flack for this i can't remember like how many years ago but man it is so uncomfortable he's like man uh he just literally doesn't answer a single question and he keeps complimenting the interviewer <laughs> and at the end he's like man you must come from some beautiful island or something <laughs> That's verbatim what he says. Is he high? <laughs> Super I think he was, I think he was drunk because it was like the end of like a tour or like a series of interviews. But man, that was oh, what a gem of a clip. When he yeah, walked so into the studio in stilts to record I Am Groot, I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. Get out of here. <laughs> Have you seen those images? Like yeah. he walks into the recording booth to to record his sounds for Groot. And he, the entire time they're recording, he's wearing stilts. Oh my I that god! That was a joke. <laughs> Warren, what? Why does Warren? Why does it look like you've replaced your background with your own background? What? what? <laughs> I, I think I get what he says. This is my this is my dirty house. I don't know what you mean. What are you talking about? It literally oh, looks well, like you turned out your background and put your own background <laughs> in. Like, oh, you know, I don't, yeah. a lot of YouTubers do that. They like take a picture of their background and then they green screen it and like make their background slightly blurry so that they can kind of have like this bokeh sort of like focus look. Um, mm -hmm. But I'm not doing that now. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, hey, everyone. Uh, here's a question. Mind <laughs> flares, pro or con? Mind what? flares? Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> What about them? I love her. We one. I know uh, we we like encountered it and it it disappeared and we never saw it again. And I was like, what? Did, where did that art go? Who is that person? 
<laughs> I remember it like it disappeared through the door and the door locked behind it. And I was just like, so there was there was just a random mind flare. All right, cool. <laughs> okay. Hey, I that's mean, one of the dragon eyes. I mean, I really don't want us to run into a mind flare if they have any wisdom based attacks. <clears throat> Remy. <clears throat> Yeah, I think you're on mute. What a unique and wonderful like villain a, is a mind flayer. I think mind flayers are, are brilliant and I, I think they add a lot of drama. Um the uh the night wolf raven I'm sorry, the Raven White Night Wolf. The Raven White says, you know, uh no one's commented on the fact that Remy's HP is sixty nine. We joke about that a lot in studio, though. <laughs> we we, we leave the rest of it up to you guys. Yeah. Like, do I call this out? Like, no. Nah. <laughs> the <laughs> only thing to say about this. Remy's HP at any given time is nice. Yeah, nice. pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> so that is a bander hob. It uh, is a frog, frog-like creature uh, that can swallow you. We'll see you next week. <laughs> oh man i can't wait to I, jump in that thing's mouth <laughs> in the so i've got like a very grandiose view of elithids because like in salvatore's universe of like drist going to the surface you know like for the love of god just don't come across any elithids right like oh, yeah. holy fuck yeah so I um, I was really curious to interact with it. It went behind the door, and which is why I still remember it. It's like, is this guy like the ultimate villain? And like we just saw, this is like the biggest arc ever. That so so I will say that um, that may or may not have been in the module. Uh, I definitely don't remember, <laughs> <laughs> and I might not have read. I think it was in the module. I think oh, oh, actually, you know what it was? Uh, so it was a, um, that was a Xanathar uh, group down there. Of course So the was. Illithid works with the Xanathar. Mm -hmm. You guys went against the castle enters, not the Xanathar. So if, uh, with, the, with the module, I could have chosen different um, villains. Villains, right? <laughs> so it could have been Jarlaxle or uh, Manshoon. Uh, Castle Lanterns or Xanathar. I actually chose the Castle Lanterns specifically because it was the least interesting villain. Uh, mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, as a stream, um, you know, this is my, you know, meta metrics. As a stream, I thought most people would fight against Xanathar or Jarlaxle. So after they were done, they might want to come and watch somebody else play one of the other characters, one of the mm -hmm. other villains. Fair assumption. Mm -hmm. Villains, villains. It was all about you guys and your PCs. Um, that that makes it interesting, right? So we never told Bartavis that uh, we 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 ran it. By the way, I think you might want to know there was a mind flare underneath the city. Uh, there were a lot FYI. of other things going on. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I think we did no, say it to Barnabas. I think Remy said, and there was this thing. Well, maybe I I don't remember. Just keep your head out. Just keep your your eyes open. Uh, by the way. I didn't hear a single word Bo said. He's too damn cool. <laughs> um. so, so damn cool, he wears the sunglasses inside. Yeah. You, guys, you guys did go to the guard and go like, hey, there's a bunch of were-rats over there, though. I did. Well, that yeah. was because they directly affected us. Oh, my God. So so, so uh, my home game... Shame um, into it. In my home game Friday, last Friday, 
we were we're playing on roll 20 because we're quarantined everything and we are going into the sewers you know and we're looking around we're doing stuff and and going through and it wasn't until the very end of the session that i realized you know once the whole map was revealed i was like oh my god that's i just went in the room where remy became a were rat uh, <laughs> oh! using that map for the sewer i was like that's oh awesome. that's pretty Boy, some flashbacks there. Yeah, I so, heard there was a, a Remy-esque rat uh, yesterday. Cheddar cheese. <laughs> so, so a Tabaxi rogue, Cheddar McCheesy uh, from Luciferville Trek, um, also was a were rat. So it was like half cat rat. What did uh, Amy was calling it? A were crat? A crat? A were crat? Yeah. Were crat. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, no, no, Thomas, you're missing the best part of this. This this were rat would turn into a were rat if they got too angry, which is pretty standard for. But also, <laughs> if they hadn't eaten cheese in 24 hours, a pound of cheese pound on the character sheet it says must eat a pound of cheese a day. every 24 hours. <laughs> Does the type matter, or could be anything? Nope, Even if so, it's so, so Amy always had in her pocket. She said she had pocket cheese. Specifically for that, a pound of it. You gotta have pounds of at least a pound of no. Yeah, you gotta have at least seven pounds, right? Like, because you never know where you're gonna get your next hit of cheese. (laughs) (laughs) That's some sweet gouda hits the vein. (laughs) Do you? I feel that though. I feel that though. If that's your stipulation, (laughs) do you eat the pound up front? Do you start your day off with the pound and then don't have I to would. worry about it? It's not a diet. It's a demand. Stomach <laughs> all of that the second you have to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Here's my opinion. <laughs> some, those are some great fun characters on that show. That was, Any... that, that was a lot of fun. I got to be, I, I, I got to be the creepy kid from, from the, the crime family. Any mm. vampire uh, RPGs we can run? Mm. Oof. I've yeah. never played vampire. Teach Anyone? me how to play Vampire the Masquerade, and I will run it. I, I vote the next one is Aliens, like Ooh, from wow. from that the proper Aliens universe. Can we the got, planet Vegeta count? So, uh, so <laughs> here's, here's, here's so there is a problem with the Aliens RPG, hmm. and I've actually been saying this well before there actually was an Aliens RPG. Step one: kill the android. Just get rid of them right now. Your problems are going to be solved. Uh, it is going to be a sweet, awesome journey through the rest. How of many space. films do you have to see to tell you that? Yeah, All exactly. Just like, uh, and you know, I, I, I've looked at the modules. So, so there is a there is an introductory module, and I'm like, just kill the fucking kill the fucking android. <laughs> Step one in any aliens RPG: kill the android. It looked really good. We saw it at. Uh... What was it? Yeah, at the the conference. Gamma. Yeah, Gamma. Gamma, pretty cool. I mean, to 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 be fair, Daniel, uh, Carbon Twenty One Eighty Five is also just D and D with a skin. Just throwing that out there. I like how so so Amy oh. and I and uh, Warren, you may want to check out the Untitled Podcast episode four that just went up. Um, I was watching the interview we did with Tassi. I didn't make it all the way through though, but I it, I like it now. 
Yeah. Uh, I think it was before then, uh, we, it, it, you know, we talked a little bit about Carbon 2185 and how Amy, like I, I literally looked over and Amy had the book open page to the cyber vampire. I'm like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, her point is, you know, it was, uh, they should have put it in a separate book for the monsters. Like, oh. They're a just monster- trying to get out the door. A monster yeah. manual, perhaps. <laughs> Well, um, I don't know if you're in the Discord or following on Facebook, but like a bunch of people are like, so you see the way the carbon characters are laid out inside, you know, um, the manual, uh, inside the guide where they have an illustration and then the stat block and then some other like attributes underneath, like a bunch of people are creating their own sort of characters. And I, I think it's like TBD, whether or not Robert and team might actually use them. I don't know. I don't know what the legality is, but I'm like, this is a finished fucking character. I don't know what kind of game testing you need to do to make sure that they're not broken. But like, I kind of want to use this character in, in, in the homebrew. Nice for like NPCs or or um, no NPCs. Yeah. So they have like the same stat block like you would find for the cyber characters in the back. Oh, nice. Hey, awesome. hey, 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 Warren! A panthrope wants more Warren's drunk history. We should, you should do that. <laughs> in, in the you should do uh, that. Shit! Uh, what are we? What are we uh, doing then? What's the I don't know. Pick what should we recreate? <laughs> oh my god! We'll get the writing team so together. Funny. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I enjoyed that. <laughs> that was partially funny because it was off the cuff. Uh, do we do? You know what? I had a lot of fun playing my first time playing Call of Cthulhu with uh, with Ezra. us. Yeah, with the little stone serpents. That was really fun. I've I've never forgotten Mina and how all that went down, <laughs> and and quadruple dick. Oh my <laughs> god, I loved it. You know, I I really liked Aaron's work in that as well. Um, that that whole moment where where the he opens his mouth and the worm starts coming out, and you're like, oh, let's just put that back in there. I mean, <laughs> so solid so good you gotta remember the paper boy (laughs) so one of the questions is how long did it make to take how long did it take to make that um was that about a half hour it was a live half hour feed of warren just on facebook oh yeah we we cut out 12 minutes of it where he talked about the foxy Raiders. ish yeah i was basically a live stream (laughs) where i was like all right, you guys tell me what I should marry Annette. And no one was saying anything. And I was just like playing people. And I was like, oh, I can make this character like a short person. So I was like, and this is Remy. And I put him in a suit. And I was I like, because like it was kind of like exploring too. I didn't know that like if I took a boat and then you add a cannon to the boat, it turns it into this battleship or like. That was cool. I that was really yeah, neat. I didn't know like a lot. It was a lot of discovery there, but it was just like straight through. Um, so I'll I'll see. I, I mean, I can do it again. Now Please, I really want you to do it again. Do it, do, do one of the, do one of the, um, shoot. Do, 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 do one of the adventures in Waterdeep. Do the mushroom trip, but also do it definitely <laughs> inebriated and or on mushrooms, but at your discretion. <laughs> so I'm not drinking for the month of April. So, you know, I was under the influence of something else, but I will make it. Uh, all right. <laughs> All right. Um, and and to to answer <laughs> the Hef- and, and to answer the Hefner's question, uh, the tall halfling is almost done. I've gotten it back from the editor. I am working on putting in the final edits, and then we'll see what happens. I'm I need to find a cover artist. That's the biggest thing right now. 
I don't think you should have a cover artist. I think you should um, make a phallic symbol, but like have it like protruding. Like if you ran your hand over it, you could feel the texture of it against the cover. The heart. Do, do, do you, so you understand? Get to the braille audience, you know? Yeah. <laughs> First off, that take that would take uh, just so damn much to to uh, print. Second off, this is. So I know Thomas described it as erotica. I can't write just straight erotica. I can't. So it's so so it's a romance with sex scenes. I would sarcastically so like write a, erotica. It's a but romance. Good at it. erotica is my claim to fame. <laughs> That's spicy. Well, eggplant. God damn it, half. <laughs> and imagine reading it like, "Why are you wasting my time?" Okay, boom, like going to the direct to the scene right fast forwarding in the porn that to the point that you okay like. so all right so, pizza guy comes and they talk and yada yada oh, okay here we go whoa whoa so whoa, 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 whoa. Here's, you're here's, missing here's the something. best part here's here's something interesting <laughs> sausage black mushrooms what is what are they putting on this pizza i mean that's what that's what we really need <laughs> i don't know if pineapple <laughs> goes on it but eggplant sure does. Okay, so here's 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 something that that, that I've observed from talking to a lot of people who you know read erotica, watch porn, shit like that. You know, get into get into get into the, get into the nitty gritty in the, in the nine o'clock hour. Um, <laughs> I have I have noticed that there that that that, that some people want the story and the lead up into it and that's what makes the sex uh interesting for them and then some people just want the the, the visual interaction with porn and erotica is written for people who want emotional context around the sex hmm. and porn is for people who just want to go straight into the sex they're neither one's wrong. wrong they're doing it wrong. both of them are, are different <laughs> ways of handling it <laughs> I just I mean, tend to be, I have so much I, to say on this subject, and I am not going to say a damn word. Why I, I will. I, I, I will. I tend the, to be in the erotica camp. The Fifty Shades trilogy has its audience for a reason. That's all. Okay, I'll say. no, fuck Fifty Shades lived, is great. Though. It, is, it is badly written. It is abuse. Sorry. So uh, okay, cool. So okay, so one of the things about that, books. Uh, one of the first questions that came in that we did not ask yet is a panther uh, wanted to know, I believe, uh, with, um, so. What inspired like that aha moment for us to launch this channel was Critical Role season two. Um, and and Tiana, you went and took this thing that was just kind of mentioned around, and suddenly it's a real, it's a real book, like a real book. It's a fifty-six thousand word book now. <laughs> like, does anyone have else? What what else has anybody done here where you're like? I can do that. I want to go and and do that. Good, good question. No, hats off to that. And yes, for those asking, I'm doing the audiobook and I'm talking to someone else about doing the uh, the male chapters. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I mean, Thomas, you and Amy said we can do that, and you went and did that. So, well, yeah, yeah, that, that's that's <laughs> this whatever this is. Mm -hmm. You can get a sample <laughs> of me reading erotic on my Instagram if you. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's oh, my ringtone right. <laughs> ring oh people so i legitimately those. forgot that you did that i went through my brain i had brain bleach a lot of people didn't make it to the end oddly enough <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was very uh obvious what was happening but no 
I, I basically I like know now when I was reading it, I like and you can see the trail off of like what people want, listen to the thing the whole way through and who did. not yeah. And I started losing people around like page four. And I was like, I wonder what they think. I wonder what they think is happening here. Anyway, they finished by page four. <laughs> they they're Top coming back. To, they'll come back yeah. to the rest later. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> that's how good, that's how good it was. <laughs> Um, yeah, I was gonna say something, not that, but I got caught in the tangent, so now I forgot. Sorry, guys. Uh, I'm talking about things that that this channel has inspired you to go and do the thing. Oh, that's how I kind of like so just kind of coming and playing with you guys was like fun, but then the moment I realized like this community is amazing was when you know people would my mug that made by um the Baroness or the the oh Mike too making merch but mm -hmm. you know andrea making us incense and the baroness making us maps right mm -hmm. like making these things so much more tangible i was like this is amazing this yeah is amazing. Um, i still have it call out i still have call it. out squeal the bard as well squeal making, too oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah squeal with the, with the irregular right. tavern shingle there the baroness as well yeah. yeah, she she actually made a copy of the tall halfling, and at some point, I'm gonna like sit down and transcribe the damn thing. I mean, they're they're not in Elvish because I can't do that. I keep the deed <laughs> on the nightstand next to my bed. That's, that's awesome. So yeah, that's awesome. I still I, have the robe. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you can see it, um, up on top of that, you see that? That's Bryn right there. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yes, that's cool. <laughs> Wonderful. So I, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, I'm gonna say what I think is cool, and this, you know, this is me. Uh, I think when I, when Warren, when you were in the Zablob shop and you rolled for a random item and you got a deed, I, I, you know, this is me saying how great I am. Uh, I really <laughs> love the fact that I tied that into like it's the end game of this entire story is just that's that really one cool. weird random thing i love that i love it's that real though. life yeah it's it's skillfully so, done i had a lot of fun uh, i mean i had so much fun taking your guys's backstory and trying to weave it into some like weird overall story and water deep and try and get it all in there I, I, I will say to this day and we've been through some pretty uh, some pretty amazing arc sense the forest dark is my favorite I I loved how that all came through. How how we just it was it was so well done. It was so cool. You took what I had written for my backstory and you turned it into something that I didn't expect. That was an emotional gut punch every several episodes, and I, I it was it was brilliant, and I loved it. Uh, I'm I'm very biased. I loved Remy's arc. I do. I, I mean, of I course, we're biased to our own arcs. Yeah, yeah. It it was. It was brilliant. I really enjoyed uh, all the drama that came with it. Ruckus dying, um, uh, Uzo and, and Remy tension, uh, just all of that um, culminating in, you know, that, that very final battle and that massacre and all of that. I, I just, yeah, a lot of emotion, a lot of yeah. really great stuff. You put and, these uh, headstrong yeah. characters on a, in tight quarters for a very long time. Right? Things are going to pop mm -hmm. for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, I did so, like the forest. Yeah, yeah, that as well. Oh no, it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. And I mean, so ending have... and ending with the blitch. Mm -hmm. That was great. Which you can now actually play uh, in PDF form at Nord Games. 
Um, <laughs> the dreaded accursion is available as PDF because they are, uh, you know, printing issues right now. Um, so we, so here's the deal: we are getting, uh, we are getting uh, question, uh, throwback requests because half day is coming up. Yes, do it. Mug. Do it. Hashtag in the chat right now. Hashtag mug. Hashtag mug. Hashtag mug. Because half day is coming up. May 1st is half day. Um, there's also a half day out there as well. Yeah, that's that's a Saturday, right? December 1st? Uh, Friday, I think. May 1st is a uh, I'm not going to double check. <laughs> December 1st? It's a Friday. You're right. Shit. Yeah. I actually looked it up because I was like, what can we do on Friday? And Whoops. then I'm like, oh, God. Friday, I'm like, oh, the end of the week. Yeah. <laughs> I give up. Honestly, it's it, it's weird. Like like jumping into back back into into Rona conversation for just a second. It's weird how much more, a how many more games I'm playing and running. I'm running two. I'm going to be running two games this week. The fuck. <laughs> and I'm also in like four games, not counting the two that are that I'm on the channel. So I'm playing way more than I used to. And God, it's exhausting. It's a great problem to have, but Jesus God, it's hard. Uh, I mean, there, there. Honestly, there is something as there is too much D and D. There can be too much role playing. <laughs> it's it is a true thing when you know when it gets when it interrupts everything else. I mean, just like everything else, right? Yeah. When it interrupts your lifestyle or a healthy life, it's too much. Well, and it's and it's less. I think it's less that um, that it's too much D and D because I will always. I, I, I hold that I still don't have enough D&D in my life, but it's this, it's the, the video interaction. It's not being able to be in person with people. When I, so, so I used exhausting. to, I used to try to like, I was really neurotic about my time. And like, I would try to bookend our sessions. Like, Oh, I got to do this other thing after this. But like, it's morphed into like, when I play, that's, that's the thing I had to do today. Like I've got nothing else, like because I want to enjoy it. Like, I, yeah. Nice. I uh, I for for a little while there, I was like, I felt like I was behind, and it was always a, oh man, I have to do this. Where just having this one week off was mm -hmm. like, I'm because I'm I'm prepped now for four sessions I had mm. at this point. Um, and I'm really enjoying it. And I'm really like diving into even we'll, more. We'll make it six to eight sessions, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so much time. I, so, so I will say this. I mean, we are, we are on the home stretch, right? So, so it is, things are going to happen pretty quick. Provided they can just get out of Saltmarsh. <laughs> <laughs> No idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm living. But I mean, I, I mean, we really did need to spend a couple of episodes just settling a couple of things, breathing for a second before we go and dive into more, you know, life or death mm -hmm. situations. Mm -hmm. I, I think I think we really needed that, and the ninth level level up was the time to do it. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy yeah. on level nine. <laughs> I can't wait for level ten, though. <laughs> a, a a one in a one in ten chance of being able to get Lyra to just fix our shit for us. Could have been useful can... in the forest, you know. Uh, <laughs> Could have been useful I, I, in a I lot love, of places. <laughs> I love that part of the animation. <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> 
where you're just like, yeah, I could have did this at any time, but I'd rather put you through this. <laughs> I, I I hold though, and I mean, Spike, Spike can correct me on this because he knows more about the Forgotten Realms and the gods and goddesses and all of that, but I think that they can't do a lot of stuff without people to work through. So she had to have someone like Andraste who had a reason to go and do it. Yeah, I mean, I think I think there's a lot of, you know, a lot of that where you, you know, yeah, the gods can give you power to do things. Um, I mean, much like I, with, with, with Dendar, when what we're I, off to do now. I mean, I, I also, I mean, I, I love, um, I mean, Uzo as a character and the choices you make and stuff, I was like, you know, so in my home game, I'm a Pact of the Tome Warlock, right? So I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, I want to, this seems really fun. I want to play this and see what it's like. And uh, we don't level, we level about the same pace as a, a regular, so it's very <laughs> slow. Um, I'm like, oh man, I can't even cast rituals yet. So playing with you guys, I'm like, so my, my thing isn't like straight, uh, uh, just, bruiser sort of power um I, I kind of feel like um one it definitely has to fit into the story well yeah whatever um it definitely has to fit into the story um but i i want to i want to like manipulate stuff like i want to like shape water and turn it into a key to like pick the lock or something like you know, find some way to break your rp Imagination and not like you, Thomas, not, you ours, not min max, but yeah, just kind of like. And I'm gonna use this to do this for role playing and like skip to the end of this adventure in, a, in an ideal world. Yeah, nice. I was, I think our next mitten should be first level. No, I very, I very much like, I very much like Andrea's idea of having a mitten with twentieth level uh, chaos agents characters, because oh my god, a twentieth level Remy. <laughs> First uh, level. So, so, so I'll tell, I'll tell you this. Campaign two, Amy has already gotten me to at least start you guys at second level. Hey! Yay! There you go. It's all right. My character is a child, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my my other my other question is, Thomas, are you going to make us do um, point by, and is it going to be twenty seven point? Because I have words for that. <laughs> None uh, of them are printable. Will, it will absolutely be point by, but uh, we will see the we will see the number. <laughs> Not twenty seven. Twenty seven is just not you. Like 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 I had I had the I had the, the Roscoe yesterday with a point bite. I had three negative stats. It's so painful. That's not it's fun so to painful. play. For a DM, it's 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 a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad for the player. It's not fun. Well, I mean, it depends. I know a lot of players who enjoy point buy. It's it's true. Uh, I think it's it could be an effective tool if the the point pool may be expanded. Yeah. Personally, yeah, I've um, done um, go up to like thirty or thirty four. That would be. Yeah, I've done thirty two before and felt infinitely better <laughs> than twenty seven. Twenty seven is very low. Um, yeah. I, I like point buy in the fact that you're going to get characters that are balanced across, mm. you know, I mean, cause really if, if, if somebody does roll really well, their character is going to be able to just 
take over. Well, but not necessarily, because like I have I have a bard character that I rolled up where the lowest stat was a 13. I had like three 16s because it was uh, 46 reroll ones. And I'm looking at this character and going, I'm looking at all the other characters though too, and we're all balanced with each other. So no That's one's true. gonna no That's one's true. gonna take over because everyone's balanced with each other because of re-rolling ones. That's true. That's true. All I'm saying is I better be able to jump freely in front of a boulder and possibly survive. <laughs> you need no. to play someone other than Ruckus, so, mate. Yeah, so, I will, so, but that's still gonna come up. <laughs> here's the thing, and, and for the mint and Tiana, we, we kind of had this where, where I had you roll the stats and you ended up with a, a really, really bad low, low stat. Oh no, for oh, for, 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 for for the uh, for the one shot with Sarge. Oh yeah, for the for the one shot, yeah, with Sarge. You ended up with two just really, really bad stats uh still you know i i am a big proponent of having at least one just for the role play aspect that is low like remy with wisdom can't do perception at all there's there's plenty of opportunity for that in the character or somebody who rolls like a seven on intelligence you know what i mean being able to to add that into the character and work with that i think is really cool well and so. and, and, and i think that, that that's a lot of fun because i mean andraste has an 11 intelligence and a 10 charisma She's very straightforward. She doesn't lie. And when she does, no one catches her on it because she doesn't lie. Hmm. The perfect liar. <laughs> I mean, basically, she's so straightforward that she it's surprises amazing. the people who are charisma-based into telling the truth. You've told me this, Bo. Yeah. And can tell everyone that she casts Zone of Truth. <laughs> I mean, she has access to that spell. She's never oh. used it, but she has oh, have I? Yeah, is Ruckus the smartest one in the group? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. I see how the world intelligence. I see how the world operates and I totally get it. But that's why I see this is all a game and I can do whatever I want. Boulder time. <laughs> <laughs> he has he has high intelligence, low wisdom. That's the thing. <laughs> that's kind of you know, doing that math as that is Travis like, oh, if I put something in the in the middle of this boulder, it's gonna <laughs> stop the trajectory. Perfect. I will go and do that. Yeah. <laughs> You can see the the meme of him like with the, uh, the movie with uh, Zach Galifianakis at the craps table doing the calculations. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've, I've, I think one of the best ways of looking at it is you know intelligence is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing you don't put that into a fruit salad. Christmas is the ability to sell that fruit salad. Uh, left, damn it. And then somebody said salsa, and they said we found the bard. Yep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no. The, I, of course, I'm quoting a Tumblr pose. I spend mm. a lot of time on Tumblr. That's still active. I was. That yes. was. You beat me to it. <laughs> you have cities, man. That's where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> I found Ice Haven, by the way. Thanks, Hef. <laughs> but it doesn't have mute. The music was like the biggest draw of the site. Oh my but god! But it had H.R. Geiger. It had Louis Royos. It had everyone up there still. Nice. Yeah. I went to my my MySpace page and my music. Oh was Jesus! Oh my god! Really? My music was gone. Yeah. What? I'm a little terrified to go find I, my MySpace I page. Played it. I recorded it and I put it up there. Is there a contact us section that doesn't work or how it's going to an email? I have no idea where it would go. <laughs> I mean, that, that is the nice thing about my email having been the same since I was 16. I That's couldn't nice make my emails. Not having my email from when I was younger. 
I cannot. Yeah, I used to play the saxophone. I can't be sax player Aaron when I go for a job interview. <laughs> Don't worry, it was on AOL. No one uses it anymore. I'm, no one uses. I'm it still on Hotmail. How about like, how about this? How about this live oh. journal? Live journal. Oh man. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Go back that was and check out that. One of the best communities, huh. though. Yeah. My username. I had like six, and like I had one that had like capital X, lowercase X, and then the name lowercase X, capital X. Yeah. Like yeah, I was I was a mess. Old school. How, uh, Warren, how long have you been uh, Urban Mask? Huh. Funny story. Um. So basically, since AOL 2.0. Um. So I was a huge Sailor Moon fan. Um, oh. when I'm picking my username, tuxedo mask, obviously take hey. Um, so I was like urban masquerade, urban. So I settled on urban mask. Um, and I've kind of just stayed with it ever since then. A- urban AOL is still the email. Um, oh. but it, I feel like it's aged very appropriately. Sure. Um, like the meaning has changed behind it, you know, for sure but I've had it for a long time and Mm -hmm. I guess it works because I view most of like online stuff as like a time capsule for like future generations and all my kids and whatever. So they can like keyword search Bing urban mask and be like, ah, so this is what dad was into. What a fucking (laughs) weirdo. I hope my kids never, ever search up battle Oswin ever. (laughs) (laughs) My AO3 account is attached to that. Yeah, like I was a very angsty teenager. I am not going to reveal any of my, you know, usernames <laughs> from that. So we'll just you also there. delete your Facebook. <laughs> Happiest day of my life when Facebook got rid of profiles. Right, you could right-click somebody and like go to their profile, mm-hmm. basically their bio. It's like yeah, the most emo th- glitter roses and stuff. Like yeah, totally. Uh, huh. Totes. <laughs> trying to remember that i was bad at using it at the beginning I kind of set up pictures and then i set up other pictures i regret sharing and then i was like you know what let's just get no nothing that bad it's mainly more me being awkward in like a Aww. like a chair at our bench or something not I weird mean... awkward i got i got these fingers there's a lot of pictures where i'm using these to their max photography I mean, capacity <laughs> i mean to be fair i i i took awkward pictures on my porch earlier this week <laughs> they awkward, awkward, awkward does not have an age limit <laughs> Those are- Aaron, I, I love the fact that you were blocked out of your twitch account so you had to log in as player four yep <laughs> yeah yeah i'm working I'm, on that i'm out of mine i'm on player two those in there is two I'm, a, I'm on player two yeah welcome but to behind the scenes Jeez. yep <laughs> Where we're currently waiting replies. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to take any more questions from like earlier in the chat or anything like that, or are we completely devolved at this point? I, I don't know. I think I think did we did we roll? Yeah, we we didn't roll for the mug yet, did we? No, no, we didn't. We didn't. Last, last <laughs> chance. Hashtag mug. Hashtag yeah, mug. And you have to be here now too. So you've had to have stuck around for this nonsense for how long? Sorry. <laughs> have you gone mad? Yeah. Hashtag mug, last chance. There it is. Oh, okay. I see you, Warren. I'm showing them how to do it. Uh-huh. They might not. They might not know. I mean, I, I mean, win. to be fair, this mug I I, I got on the first or second episode of Natural One because That's right. they, because they never gave me one for Christmas, and so I made a point of entering. <laughs> I stole Thomas's. Thanks, buddy. Oh, <laughs> uh, what what was it? Wow, oh, what did we have? Oh, I gotta send Janine one. 
We're like, we gave Janine a mug when she was on, and then she did, she left it. Oh, no. I don't know. Right, I'm not going to use this. <laughs> there it is. The Nordic Geek. Congratulations. Hey. Sweet. Oh, wait. He's in. Is he in there? He's got to be in He's there. He's in there. He said sweet. All right. There oh, it is. Sweet, nice. yeah. Congratulations. So, Bo, you should keep talking in the TED voice for a few minutes. Okay. I, I guess I, I can do that if, if, if everyone's okay with it. Could you possibly pick up that banjo to your right? And uh, there's some sheet music laid out lazily in front of you, just oh, yeah. by coincidence. Yeah. Could yeah. you read that? Okay. Yeah. It says I Rainbow can't Connection. play the banjo, but I'll, I'll pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's real easy. It's real. You'll figure it out. Aaron, you took a saxophone. I did. Yeah, uh, it's a little rusty. You, right? You can still do sexy saxophone guy? Do oh, it! Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I've been kicked you... out of many establishments for okay. crying. Okay, first I off, if, mm. if you can learn that song, I want to share Careless with whisper. that song. I will Se do that only if we spike my hair up. Like, <laughs> Do you have a saxophone in your house right now? I have one. Uh, okay, well, I, yes. didn't get, I didn't keep it but I know where it is. It's with my parents currently, because uh, why would I still play that right now? You're a liar. It's in your no, house I, somewhere, if right? If I was here right now, I would be busting that out and squeaking the tune as terribly as I could. Okay. I, I don't have it. I should go get my violin that is wish, terribly out of tune. I wish so bad I had it. <laughs> it's in Napa. <laughs> in Napa? Oh my God. Oh, uh, with family. <laughs> I, I actually did a uh, sexy sax man for a wedding once. Uh, there, Mima. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute. What? Yeah. Have you seen yeah. those friends since? <laughs> no, of course not. Yeah, they they asked me uh, after the the very first dance. After their first dance, interrupt that uh, the DJ was going to play "Careless Whisper" like over and over again. There's just that sax part, and I came out, um, you know, in like suspenders, <laughs> and I. I, um, you know, danced with the groom a bit. It was, it was great. Danced on some tables, played, didn't play saxophone. It was an inflatable sax, but uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's Are there pictures of this? Nope. Damn. That's you a smirk liar? that says he's lying. Yeah. You're a yeah, liar, he's... sir. Everybody get him. I <laughs> check on that. Even I got that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to be so candid on stream. <laughs> That's what this stream is, though, brother, buddy. Uh, I missed it. I'm I currently three drinks in. Down a careless 14. whisper, of sexy sax man YouTube hole. Sorry. There you oh go. I missed it. That that video was like nine hours or something. Like, I mean, it's just so, yeah, just a YouTube sexy sax guy. It's like nine hours of that. It's honestly, like, it's honestly amazing to me which which songs get like ten hour remakes and things like that. I feel like there's a 10-hour remake of anything you want on YouTube. I have, I have accidentally stumbled on so many 10-hour loops. The son, the Sanix theme song, uh, that that will blow out your speakers. Okay, I'll play it right now. You're all going to hate it. <laughs> don't. <laughs> no, don't worry. You'll, you'll hate it. <laughs> I put the Stranger Things uh, loop on at work on our, like, TV. Hmm. That's enjoyable. It's That's it's awesome. it's like it's good atmosphere noise, and it's not distracting. Have you heard the remix? I love the internet sometimes. Have you heard the the Stranger Things remix with Redbone? 
No. No. Weirdly eighty four. Weirdly amazing. It's a weird. Is that right? Yeah, they combine basically those two things, and for some reason, they just combine them just right. That's awesome. <laughs> it mixes perfectly. What did you think of his new album? I loved it. I thought that yeah. was great. I wish it got more yeah. like popularity right now uh, or recognition. You know, I don't. I don't hear many people like talking about. It. I'm not going. I haven't looked into it, but I've been enjoying uh, it like crazy. Yeah, I want to put it on the on the speakers, but he hasn't pressed it into vinyl yet, so I'm sitting here waiting. Oh. <laughs> so he can listen to it on vinyl while he French presses his coffee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that. <laughs> Oh my God! The Hefner says so. So the video is is epic sax guy, ah, and it's know. ten hours long, and he's made all the way through. Shit! <laughs> you want to know what that before or, or after you came across Q and C? Because there's other ways to spend ten hours, mate. <laughs> there is a great video on YouTube that's ten yeah. hours long. That's not a loop, and it's basically shot from the perspective of somebody in a chair on a flight. And like random coughs and like noises on a plane and stuff like that. And it's basically 10 out. You're the YouTube video is just you staring straight ahead. I'm not entirely sure if it's 360 or not, but it might be because I think you can look around the plane. You can find where the baby is crying. <laughs> I will find it. I I, I, continued that, I continued that sentence in my head and it went into dark places. Let's just keep moving. Oh, that's a normal yeah. sentence. Babies cry on planes all the time. Jerry Seinfeld said it once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's just let's just yeah. move past Aaron, that train of thought. Aaron makes a lot of Jerry Seinfeld references for someone. <laughs> <laughs> for someone it's ten years younger than me. Like, I got into very specific episodes of Seinfeld and then. <laughs> I didn't haven't seen it the whole way through, but I've liked him from a distance. <laughs> I've uh, never watched Seinfeld. Oh, the ep the episode where uh, I don't know. Can we even talk about it? This even on Twitch, man. The episode where 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 they all decide not to masturbate. And <laughs> I didn't I'm see out. that one. Yeah, I had, <laughs> I had a strong family. I didn't see that one. <laughs> I've seen every. I grew up in New York. I, I've seen every single Seinfeld episode. 18 times yeah that's a good one that is, totally is, is so that so that the, all of the men get super smart and and elaine just <laughs> dumber, and dumber and dumber kramer oh yeah costanza becomes like a genius but basically kramer is the first one out and it's like after watching the neighbor across the street like in exercise pants yeah <laughs> and he goes so like in the time it takes for them to look at the person in the window he disappears from the scene and then he comes back through the door five minutes later, if that, and slams a hundred bucks on the table. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> and everyone's just like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's, that's, it's a great episode. Solid, solid show. <laughs> I love the painting of solid show. <laughs> Vandalay Industries, you were screaming that in the chat last night. Vandalay. Vandalay Industries. Vandalay Industries. <laughs> You want to be my latex salesman. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, very okay. confused as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this guy gets it. Yeah. <laughs> oh as, my God. I, as I pointed out, I have nothing to contribute to these conversations. I'm so close to watching Carnival Row. Oh, I want you to watch that. It. Oh, it's so good. Almost so good. There. I've watched one episode and I'm, I'm, I really want to go back for more. Yeah. So, uh, 
the I mean, just every frame of that show is is a portrait. I mean, it is just so gorgeous. Um, Orlando Bloom, fantastic. Kara Develine, very good. Yeah. Um, Orlando it, Bloom is very hit or miss for me. Like he he went out of acting school straight into Lord of the Rings, and so he was surrounded by people like, I mean, Ian McKellen for God's sake. And so he was surrounded by a world-class acting class. And sometimes I'm like, he does really good shit. And sometimes I'm like, sir, what are you doing? You're that's so you like three musketeers. Come on. He, he went out of acting. Elizabeth town. And in less than a year became the highest paid actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, because he went straight from, from acting school directly into Lord of the Rings. Do not pass go. Do not collect 200. Well, not just Lord of the Rings, but Legolas. I mean, that is quite the character as well. You know? Right. And that, and that was like, I mean, I, like I'm styling my hair a little bit like Legolas's today. Mm-hmm. Specifically because it made such an impression on me when I was in my teens. But I'm also like, Orlando Bloom, you go from being a really good actor to what the hell are you doing, sir? Yeah. So he was was, in, so he was in a movie called Elizabethtown. Which I just mentioned. (laughs) Decent movie. Um, However, from that movie, he was blackballed in Hollywood as he will never be a leading man. Um, and really up until Carnival Row, did he actually do, you know, leading man stuff? Uh, so, I mean, basically the movie tanked so bad, they're like, yeah, he's not going to be our leading man. Which is a damn shame. Wow. Yeah. Liked him in Pirates, really liked his work in Pirates. I, but yeah, but he was upstaged by Johnny Depp pretty much the whole time. Well, I mean. He, he wasn't was... the leading man, really, not really. No. Johnny Depp I mean, still liked his work. I think he did good. Oh, he, oh, he, was, he was amazing. He but was, he was I actor. mean, he's in in Pirates, he like, this is yours to fuck up. And he didn't fuck it up. It's not like he like, <laughs> I had some major artistic epiphany watching his work. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Well, I mean, that that's more kind of a depth thing, though, isn't it? Like, he, he really goes there. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp really is a phenomenal there. actor. I own a lot really of his pre-Pirates movies. And My favorite Pirates- actor. Only one or two of them are like unwatchable, like the like uh, the Ninth Hour or whatever that was. Yeah, I could not stand that movie. But Benny and June and Edward Scissorhands are two of my favorite movies. Once upon mm. a time in Mexico, he stole that movie. Oh, he and, did though. And it wasn't even about him. No. Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Sweeney Todd as well though. Sweeney, Sweeney Todd's Todd's magic. It's your catching fire from one man to the next. The the song that he's singing to his razors, I think my friend just yeah, yeah, that phenomenal work. And no, then he, Helen Bonham Carter over his shoulder, mm-hmm. essentially as one of the Creepy. knives talking back to him. Oh, that was, yeah. great. was great. So good. Very well done. My work here is done. Is it? <laughs> uh, so yeah, no. It, 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 so yes, there is truth to this. I am. I bring up movies and I derail regular talk and send it into movie talk. You do. Talk you complain regular. about it, but it's your fault. You start us there. Yeah, it's I love regular it. talk. It's like you know, it's throw the grenade in and just see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> I jump on it. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Uh, does anybody have any uh, last minute uh, thoughts? Last to... minute thoughts? We what got like 20 more minutes. We're going to talk about movies then. Right. Okay. <laughs> so no movies, but what? other video games? <laughs> I've got uranium fever. 
What are you guys playing? I'm playing a lot of League of Legends, The Division, and Apex Legends. I am playing a lot of Mario Party with Kelly. Uh, we are ridiculously good at it. We have <laughs> such strategy now. We have dialed it in. Uh, when you play uh, two on the same team, so like two teams against each other, we play against the super hard. Um, and the different dice, or the different characters have different dice, and the combinations matter. So we've just been like dialing that in. We're taking it very seriously. We're playing way too much of it. <laughs> in, uh, in order of, of time spent, I am playing Adobe Premiere. <laughs> uh, Google Sheets and uh, Fallout 76. <laughs> huh. How do you like Fallout 76? It's, it's awful. Heard, I've heard it's, nothing good about terrible. it. It's Why awful do... and terrible. The new, the, the new Wastelanders thing is just so full of bugs. It's ridiculously terrible. I'd rather play Wasteland. Like why I don't under like man I get so Fallout was one of those games that's like oh what's happening okay cool I get the concept and it's like I don't need to grind this this sucks I don't <laughs> I don't understand why people like people spend hundreds of hours playing that game and I don't understand it I mean it's, I, it's I, uh, I mean so it is it is exactly like how I use I also play Asana just task management it is a, <laughs> i get a task i go do the thing i feel good that's fallout 7 yes, essentially reward yeah yes. all gaming I, I i was actually i was actually just given portal 2 uh on steam so i'm probably going to start picking that up pretty soon you've never played that i've never played any of the portal games but i was given oh. portal 2 because the person who gave it to me was like you know portal 1 was the experiment but portal 2 has all the story gladys so is the perfect ai well i mean I, I i know i know the story i know the story of caroline and a little bit of that because i mean you can't be on the internet and not know that story but also i'm really excited about that there there are certain times if you actually want my steam i'll give it to you there are there are certain characters in games and in movies that i just like get attached to and, and like infatuated with and gladys was like I am convinced Gladys is Satan. Like that is the that is the opposite of God. I mean, to to be fair, my the, the last time that I got really infatuated with a with a uh, video game character was Alistair from Dragon Age Origins because he's precious and I love it's him. It's delirium that does it. <laughs> of course, it's delirium that does it. And swooping, swooping is bad, don't you know? I love Alistair. I actually have considered going through Dragon Age Origins just to play that again. I still have fantasies about cosplaying Sten and all it would take. Oh, do it, do it, do it, do it. All it would take is gray hair dye and I, and I can do it. Yeah. I, I actually really want to cosplay uh, Bethany Hawk from, uh, from Dragon Age 2 when she's in uh, the Grey Wardens hmm. with, with, the, with the Grey Warden mage outfit. Oh, it's so pretty. <laughs> it's, I liked too. It was it's, a... It's, it's a scaled tabard and a short vet and a short jacket and I love it. It's so pretty. Mm. Wow, wow, that's a lot of stuff. That's the Master Monk dice box, dice tray, right there. They have a Kickstarter going on right now. Do they? All right. That's right. Uh, they're doing the Oracle dice boxes, which are these uh, cool little uh, seven and ten dice set dice boxes that will actually fit in this travel box tray. Um, they are uh, 
they're pretty awesome looking. Mm. They're on Kickstarter. And I talked to TJ today. Ooh, um, how's he his, doing? Uh, he is uh, quarantined as, as, as we all are. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was a good chat. We t- we actually talked a lot more uh, off camera than we did on camera. So I mean, as you do. Um, we're discussing some things, some some box of inspiration things. So. Things to come. I just noticed Bo's shirt. Suck it to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've got to add. <laughs> uh, what is? I love sake. It's good stuff. I haven't Aaron. had sake in a very long time. Mm. Aaron, tell tell us about how you got started in in Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons uh, or role playing games, specifically Pathfinder. I started with that like a year. Uh, like I think we, me and a couple, a group of friends would meet up like once a month, and it was for Pathfinder and just to. Just make it the worst uh, for the DM. We were, we were, we were. It was our goal to make this a job for him, and he loved it. <laughs> uh, we really gave cut out some work. I, as I, I think I've explained like one story off camera. And I, can I say semen on stream, even though I just We've did said it? Said far worse sure. things on some this stream, mate. <laughs> I'm gonna double check. <laughs> yeah, it's, okay. It's where it's 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 the uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's what's uh, inside a submarine. You didn't expect me to go there after you asked what, what you I start? think you have you're to say men? everything. You're just by principle not allowed to say semen anymore. So you yeah. have to come up with new names, right? I would say call it like hot Gins. human protein or jizz. I mean, the, but the you can't is, use the same one again. The joke is what's long and hard and full of semen? And the answer is a it's submarine. submarine. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend who works on submarines, so yes. And he, what a wonderful life. Anyway, so Aaron. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> Finish the Path- story! Pathfinder's where I started, uh, like two years before joining Quest and Chaos. Uh, that, w- that was really what drove me, because I really liked doing that, but we kind of dwindled out. And um, I really liked having that environment. That was really fun to, to just mess around in, the, uh, in this game. I was just as good as the rules then in my, as I am now. So just, <laughs> just understand, <laughs> understand that. I was going to ask you for Pathfinder advice because I'm starting the campaign tomorrow, but, but you're not the person to ask. This, yeah, isn't, the, my, <laughs> this isn't your first time playing D&D? This is my first time playing <laughs> D&D. <laughs> it explains so much, doesn't it? <laughs> That's why I'm like, I'm training before I got a DM, but um, yeah, I, my favorite story coming out of that Pathfinder was the fact that I, as a ruckus-ish character, we killed the dragon and right before it died, we got a gallon of its, uh, of its <laughs> leftover white protein, uh, <laughs> viscous Sweet. protein, and uh, to, tri- I mean, no one there was also buying my crap, so I guess... Guess I should learn at some point, but anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, I had to, some guards were coming, and I was mind controlled, and I stabbed a friend uh, to death pretty immediately. Not my volition, <laughs> mind controlled. Anyway, and to panic, I was like, "I bet if they think I'm sick, they won't think I did it." So I drank the entire gallon, and <laughs> to think maybe I could make them think I was sick. 
because why would this dude have stabbed this other dude and just be sick right next to him? You could have had the same effect as rubbing it on. To throw up into the bucket and go, I just threw this up. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> Shaking a gallon. You didn't have to ingest it. I feel like you could have covered yourself in it. It had the same effect. They would just have stayed away. The story of my life. There were many <laughs> different doors to take. And you took the worst possible one. I'm so happy about my door. They guys. just see you drinking liquid. They have no idea what it is. <laughs> they can't incarcerate me for this. Oh. This is a good idea. It's working. Yeah, I woke oh up God. immediately without all my stuff. <laughs> so, uh, so Tiana, Pathfinder. Are you playing Pathfinder Two or no. regular? We're, we're playing the original Pathfinder and I'm actually coming full circle hilariously because my very first experience with uh, tabletop role-playing games was with Pathfinder with my friends Dane and uh, his, his girlfriend at the time, Leslie. Um, and we played a two-player game with a DM and I've, I'll never forget Elspeth, my, my, my half-elf paladin who clove people in half with a greatsword. She was fun. <clears throat> So I, that was my very first experience. We played a couple of sessions. I played a couple of sessions of D&D 4E, hated it. And that was my entire D&D tabletop RPG experience until um, I, I, I moved into a house in Hercules with three other geeks. And like, even before we got all the furniture in, we were planning a D&D game. <laughs> And I actually, it was in my memories today on Facebook that today, two years ago, we finished our first campaign. Congratulations, happy anniversary. Yeah, we finished at seventh level and uh, killed on, we call, called on a god to deal with a dark sorcerer. It was great. But yeah, I didn't really get into tabletop role-playing games until two and a half years ago, two and three quarter years ago, something like that. And I... I, I did what I always do. I did a deep dive into things that I get obsessed with. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to playing Pathfinder. I have no idea how Dane is going to handle it with me and Jeannie. He doesn't like doing two-player campaigns because it's hard to balance. Um, it's hard to make the, the the campaigns without, you know, killing off your players. I, I look forward to how he handles this challenge. Nice. I feel like I'm gonna have to kill somebody in Carbon so you guys like respect the situation that you're in a little bit more. I want you to keep killing repeatedly <laughs> my characters. All the different modiums? Yeah, I want to come back endlessly and just die every second. <laughs> I planned on them running into you at these different places because I feel like I felt like they were just gonna kill you. That's so why I was like, you know what? I'm gonna call some people on him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a team on this. I thought it was the cops. I didn't pay attention fully, and then I was like, oh, oops. <laughs> no, because like we, we would all hesitate to kill someone who looks like our friend, even if we think that friend betrayed us. Because uh, Deja's first impulse is, what the fuck? Why the fuck? <laughs> and then realize this one had nothing to do with it, and go, oh, okay. <laughs> fine i can't kill you because you're just you're another monium yeah he's a scooter he's a he's a toaster that's moniumist <laughs> but he's a toaster who has stuck with us so he has some semblance of cognizant thought because we're not his owners but he's stuck with us that is this is that that is an amazing like uh uh 
adventure that this monium is on, right? <laughs> <laughs> Found these guys like trying to break into the into the internet cafe. cafe. Now I'm going breaking into buildings with them and <laughs> hang them. And can uh, this monium's night shift end soon? So he's like, all right, I'll trade out with another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean he. It's probably yeah. I'd imagine that the the shelf life on this monium because they're so cheap is like not great. <laughs> probably. I'm just looking forward to when we get our real monium back, if we ever get our real monium back, and finding out who Bo's character is in this. Fair. At some point. <laughs> at some point. Whenever that is. I'm looking in the wrong direction for the for the grid. It's up here, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we are the chaos agents. Cyber <laughs> I'm looking at the wall. <laughs> Cyber Ted. Yeah. It is going to be Cyber Ted. 100%. Wait, what Everybody's, yeah, Kill like... all humans. <laughs> we should do a uh, Brady Bunch thing where you look around. <laughs> I finally figured out which way to look. Bo's up in this corner. Hi. <laughs> See, I, I've got. I'm sitting here in front of the big screen, so you might notice my eyes like looking all over the screen. That's because yeah. that's where you guys that's where you well, guys are. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I'm looking at my computer screen, but then I look down at the at the stream on my phone, which is sitting on here, just so I can see where you guys are. Hmm. I think you'll get this one, Bo. It's like the Naruto meme with the Sharingan, where they say when you're trying to watch Japanese and the subtitles at the same time, and their eyes are just bouncing all over the screen. <laughs> uh, back to sure. the Tiana and Aaron question. D&D has been on like the periphery of my life since I was like a teenager, right? I'm playing in fantasy chats and doing the email stuff, playing Magic and like playing EverQuest. But like I never, ever played D&D because no one in my ecosystem in Queens played D&D or was let alone involved in fantasy of any kind. So long story short, if there's a kid in your periphery who hasn't been exposed to D&D, he is just he or she is just looking for an entry, like mm -hmm. invite them, invite them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are, there are so many, so many people that are like, I really want to play D&D, but there's no one to play with. It's like everybody wants to play. <laughs> nobody wants to run it. That's the problem. That, well, and, and, and that's a real problem, isn't it? Because with the, the, the reason why I'm running the, the Underdark campaign in Razmori is because the person who has been the DM since, I mean, as long as I've been a part of it and longer still, was like, I want to play too. He's, he, he's like, I'm new to being a player. I want to play. And yeah. I'm, I'm a baby doctor in Belgium where there's all of the Corona shit going on. I don't want to have to prepare stuff. Someone else do this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I have an idea. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Can't fathom and, that type of schedule. So, I mean, and there's also, a, you know, it's a very, it's a scary thing to DM. It is. I mean, it is, uh, it's, it, you think you're going to not do it right. And while, I mean, there are things that, you know, like my home game DM that I'm sort of annoyed with, right? But, it's also I'm still getting enough out of it where it's like okay yeah so so there are some roles that he makes that I feel like I should be rolling okay but the overall story is great and mm. I'm having a lot of fun so you know it's like trade-offs so you can DM wrong I'll say that uh, but <laughs> uh, it's still you know people are gonna have a good time you know there's that huge like hurdle of like oh my god I'm gonna do this um so you know i say just you know go out there 
DM. If if yeah. you've been a player and you you know how to play, say you're going to DM. People will be like, oh my god, you're starting a game up. Yeah, I want to get involved. And and one of the biggest things that I've learned with the international group is be open to uh, hearing what could be better. I uh, open to criticism, I guess, but that's that sounds really awful um because i have people who have been playing for so long and i'm still a new dm i can be like hey guys if i'm doing something that makes it difficult for you to play or difficult for you to engage tell me i want to fix it i want to be the better dm please tell me and if you're open like that with your players where you're like hey i'm new i'm gonna fuck up they they are usually more than willing to meet you halfway and you know even if there are things that annoy them they'll be like oh they're new and be like hey maybe fix this or see what works or see what happens i'm god at the dm table what i say is canon (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay i I will still argue that minigun with you (laughs) actually we've me and thomas has gotten some clarity on that um you're right about no specification but I, w- the consensus was the minigun has such a high rate of fire that it's like ridiculous to, to fire it one bullet it's at a time. It's broken, but it's broken in the book. And it's, it's broken like- based on the assumption <laughs> that people know how the minigun works, right? Like, yeah. I feel like they don't, they didn't add the extra sentence because they're like, they, people know. If you do yeah. not add that extra sentence in Fair. skills, in abilities, in any of that, if it is not rules as written, then it then then you can make the strong argument that it's not as written. Agreed. Agreed on that. So yeah. I mean, if, if they don't clarify, then you have then then rules is written. Then you have right. a chance. You have a standing. You have standing in court. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, however, like, the DM still rules. I'm just saying. And 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 like <laughs> I said to to Warren off stream, I I will abide by the DM's decision. I disagree with it but I abide by the DM's decision. That's right, Apanthrope. F you all. It's my <laughs> game. That's, that's the way the DM <laughs> should run it. Hell yeah. Uh, um, the, the minigun is such a weird thing uh, because like me reading it, I know exactly what it says. Mm-hmm. But like, if it, can sh- if it can spray a whole bunch of bullets in one go, and it can do that 30 times per barrel. That's like a massive well, barrel. Well, no, no, it can't. Yeah, no, it is it a massive can't. barrel. That's it, what the rules say. It can, it can spray the entirety of its barrel once. You have 30 shots. No, no, no. You have, you have 30 shots, but you can choose to use it as a spray, which is, which, which is the spray thing in the, in the mechanics. I think your gun doesn't work without spraying. Yeah. That's how it that works. Does. Yeah. yeah, it does. It says no, no one it, goes. it says it says 30 shots. And it, and it would not say 30 shots if you could not do 30 individual shots. Like it no, does in every other game in, in every other thing. Two shots for, for the shotgun before you have to reload. It's it's worded in the way that it has it has enough ammunition to shoot 30 times. Yes. So they don't actually tell you how much ammunition is in it. Mm-hmm. It tells um, you 30 shots. Uh, and, and 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 so and so i would hold that you can spray once and then reload with it with the keg or you shoot 30 individual times and it's and and, and, and it's and it's like a throwing dagger where where it's like it has the thrown um uh, yeah so you're hanging up on like the finesse versatility sort of thing where it's yeah. like 
if spray is one of the options, spray and I'm, I'm seeing it as spray, spray, spray is, is the a only may, option. Not a must. I'm it's, seeing it as the only option. This should be a show. Must. I think I think we, we get like it's called rule lawyers. And, uh, <laughs> you have you have one dun, person dun. as the judge and you guys make your arguments. Well, uh, uh, so somebody. we're going to reach out. We're actually going to reach out to um, the creator of Carbon 2185 to get him on the Untitled podcast. Uh, and ask will, that question. Please ask part. that question for me. Um, we'll see. I mean, we've got I mean, it's, it's amazing. So we've we've got people lined up for this um podcast interview show that that is taken off so like i just said we we just interviewed tj uh we interviewed renal Botten, uh the uh writer of exalted veils so side note i did order five carbon books i'm waiting for that fulfillment because i do want to give them away on stream nice um i've wanted to do that so if you interview him before i get my books thomas you got to ask him where those books are (laughs) <laughs> they have more books in stock right now so they should be coming to you right <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd reach out all right we'll do so it is it is 9 56 this 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 only went a couple hours longer than i thought it would so uh <laughs> <laughs> did you really not think that we could fill all three hours because buddy i have news for you we should I, totally do a, rules lawyer and do it uh yeah. judge judy dun 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 in this on this side we have dun 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 absolutely so, why did you so cheat on it? In, in our original <laughs> sort of pitch document for the channel, that is one of the shows. It was I wanted to build, I wanted to build a courtroom set. Do it. <laughs> so weird. Can um, we do that for the characters that like have caused many atrocities in Waterdeep? <laughs> Ruckus. <laughs> Ruckus. <laughs> Listen, they were dead when I got there, except for the breathing part. <laughs> Judge Amy. Yeah. Judge Amy. <laughs> Judge Amy. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Convince Amy, you can convince anyone. That's if awesome. you can make as much money as Judge Judy, I will be. I am all for we're all for this. <laughs> he is like did the we just stumble upon Golden Television. I think we did. Yeah. I, I would I would watch that show. Yeah, one hundred percent. We should open a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> all right. Uh that that's did we did we we yeah, we got we, we got, could do we, an appellate court where you get three judges at times. Come on. You can call in the, the creators as witnesses and other people. Oh. Play. But I, w- I want to see someone try to convince uh, a court in Waterdeep that Uzo threw that woman out of the window. I, I still want to know that. No evidence. I still no. want the Foxy Irregulars to find out about that because no one has. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's, you know what? Uh, that, that period of time in Waterdeep, there were a lot of bodies showing up. And- <laughs> Um, so I mean, our fault. what that what that woman <laughs> remembers. So if they did speak with dad, they're not they have no idea who threw her overboard. But they do know the group of people that they were uh, being followed by. Well, and that, I thought she fell in, in into ash, right? She got no? thrown thrown into oh, ash. the other, I think the other guy got um oh burned. Ash. I forget. Yeah. yeah. We always forget. Classic us. Killing sprees. <laughs> Ozo can threaten the dead. So, does somebody <laughs> keep your mouth Tomago shut? Tomagator's line there because I like it. Wait, I like what? it. This is good. We should do that. Steadfast buys out fruit and sprues and turns into high horse dispensary. <laughs> right around the corner from us, we need a dispensary with how with how uh, Remy goes through herb. 
Paula might have a... Sorry, did somebody say herb? Sorry, <laughs> I, I, I hate to tell you this, Raymond, but I'm pretty sure your herb on the ship is dead at this point, unless someone was watering it while we were gone. Um, shit. No, it might, it might, uh, it might be dry. You can re revive it. I don't we'll think it's dead. Dude, I, we'll I've got out. herb that have stayed for like a month. It's only been a couple of days. It's yeah. only, only been off the ship for three days, less than a day. Pro tip. It's, it's been about four days at this point, but yeah. Got some, some, some stale dry herb, throw in like an orange peel or a banana peel. In a, in a ziplock, it'll moisture, it'll puff it back up with moisture. Well, yes, but this, is, but, but, but this is this is living herb. It's, it's it, it was growing in, in uh, Andraste's greenhouse. Of a it's cabin. only been three days. It's Same. Fine. It's, it's been full. It's fine. And it'll be like two or three more before they get to us. Someone invent a ziplock bag. <laughs> you have it. It's called a bag of holding. Yes, I have it. It's called yeah. a bag of holding. I need my bomb. I need to ask. I need to remember to ask Remy for a thing about that uh, wand related to spider things that I need to get. Aaron, and you do not get yeah. that bomb. I will never give you that bomb. I need you to just I, remember. I you do not. Whenever we get into situations, just start throwing animals out before <laughs> we engage initiative. Please, just remember to do that. <laughs> Just Have start throwing them been? out. No. <laughs> At least 50% um, of the time, I think. <laughs> so that bomb was 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 pretty powerful when you got, you know, 40 episodes ago. <laughs> no, you do not. It's true. You don't update patch this and nerf my bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even touched it. That's why I've saved it. <laughs> it's true, though. We got it off of that thing when we were, God, we were fifth level. Yeah. It's gonna be like, hey, like here, take this now. <laughs> I mean, that's as good as some of the spells that Andraste still uses. I just roll yeah. one. Uh, it is, you know, so it's two d eight in a you know five feet of a space. Every Throw creature. Good. What Throw about real inside good. of a body? <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. So what? Thomas, when when are we gonna be level ten? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm bored just with got this level, level nine shit. <laughs> Look, we spent so long at level five, Remy. <laughs> so I know, I know exactly where you'll be level ten, um, and it could be soon, or it could take you guys a while. But I know where you will be level ten. I know where you will be level eleven. Mm -hmm. And and I know where you'll be level twelve. Uh huh. If Aaron makes it that far. Uh, That's the truth. I die to live again. <laughs> as long as, as, long as I have a diamond. Okay, Ruckus, this is this is your mission. Your your mission is to make sure that I always have a diamond. Have at least five hundred GP. Aaron got Tomago, it. Ruckus forgot. <laughs> Tamago Tora asked a question, I think, in the chat, where where you were saying, "How many times do you think Ruckus is going to die before? How many more times is he going to die before the end of this? I think there's just going to be one more time." Well, and, and the question is, die or go unconscious? Because those no, are different. Die. I, I can die. Oh, die, die. Yeah, no, I'm as not far planning as die, 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 die once. again. Maybe once. I don't plan I know, on die, so, dying again. Okay, so I think I know where it would happen as well. Um, <laughs> Uh-oh. That's terrifying, <laughs> Thomas. I like it. I appreciate it. <laughs> I will say that Uzo has seen it. That's all I will say. What? What? Everybody's in, keeping probably secrets, probably in a vision. In a vision, yeah. Ooh, so okay, so uh, so Wormwood is coming out with these high variance dice. They're total 
bullshit. Don't 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 believe any of it. But so what they do unless you're they, here, Wormwood. Thank you for watching us. We appreciate you. <laughs> thank you for the sponsorship. Whatever, uh, go support Master Monk. Anyway, there um, you go. So uh, so there so there's um, the two and the three have been replaced by ones. So it's one one one. Um, and then the uh, 19 or the 18 and 19 have been replaced by 20s. Basically, what they do is they take out the 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 and move things over. So it's very low or very high. Total game breaking, especially for people who like crit on a 19, where you have 20, 20, 20, 19, 19, 18, 18, mm-hmm. you have a 25% chance of critting every single time you play. But it might be I fun for death saves. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing for death. Thomas, we have very different definitions of fun. (laughs) Just throwing that out there. I mean, death saves are just fifty-fifty, right? Yeah, Yeah. I mean that. Yeah, that was uh, that was our discussion. Like, just just flip a coin, you know, at that point. Yeah, I mean, well, but but if you have a lot of twenties, there's 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 a possibility that they might come up with one HP. Right. Oh, you're back in the game. How great Mm -hmm. is that? Or, oh, or that saves and you're dead. <laughs> How great is that? That's a word. A death token. We could just go to a death token instead of a, a token. I mean, I mean, we we, we, we certainly token. have we certainly have access to uh, flippable coins, and we can put whatever we want on them. Ah, oh, smells it smells like Aaron. Thanks. <laughs> We need to talk. That's our cue. Good night, everybody. Good night, <laughs> internet friends. Aaron, are you wearing lipstick? Aaron uses this dice box. Why does everyone ask me that? Because you chew your lips a lot. So your lips are all red. Oh, oh, that's oh, that's definitely it. Actually. Oh, it's just <laughs> no. That's a realization. Uh, I watch you right. chew your lips. I know that's why they're chapped in red. They're beautifully chapped. <laughs> I actually am wearing lipstick, unlike usual. <laughs> All right. So if I oh if I hit video, we'll play the uh <laughs> the video Warren made. But no, uh go Let's home. So I'm gonna go to the end screen. All right, thank you. Thank you guys for sticking with us through this. It's been uh, uh so uh, uh Dasner, uh, perhaps Daz Wonder, um Dasner. Uh, they commented, this has been fun and a great uh, break. And I have to agree. Thanks. This has been an amazing time mm-hmm. sitting here with you guys, talking to, uh, you know, look, watching some of this chat. I want to go back and read it some more, but um, <laughs> answering your guys' question, being here with you guys, uh, you guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. Everybody's awesome. It's Oprah. Who is he talking <laughs> to? <laughs> you're awesome. And you're awesome. And you're awesome. So uh, be sure to subscribe on YouTube. Follow us here on on uh, Twitch. You've probably already been subscribed by Panthrope or the Hefner or uh, <laughs> so many of our fabulous people. Uh, we're over on the Discord. Uh, you can chat with us there. Some days I actually don't open it up, and I am sorry about that. I try. Boy, aren't you? Have it open. Because so I'm like, oh, I want to answer them. this thing from three days ago. <laughs> yeah. But it's all a stream of consciousness and it's already down at the end. Uh, specifically because I wanted to talk about the Hefner's YouTube recommendations. But uh, we can't do that here. <laughs> it's, it's in the Discord, so go over there. I, I, um, I've, I love you guys. It's been really good hanging out with you. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Same. Thank you for joining. Same, same, but different. Same, same. (laughs) Same, same. (laughs) Awesome. Cool. Um, Yeah, we're going to go. So thank you guys and good night. Take care of yourself and stay safe. Thank you for listening to the Chaos Agents podcast on Quests and Chaos. Please visit our YouTube page and give us a subscribe for more tabletop content. And don't forget, you can catch us live on Tuesdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Twitch and YouTube. This podcast is supported by our Patreons, and we would like to give them a heartfelt thanks. Starting Duke Vlieg and he who shall not be named. Our inspiration middle management is a force to be reckoned with, featuring Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Anonymous Dragon, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Jen W., Paul, and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, J. Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Cody, Lee, Megan Krantz, Red Dead, Coquette, Robbie Nowell, The Baroness, and The Apollyon. And a big thank you to all of the guild members out there. It truly means a lot to us that you have joined our Patreon. Not everyone has the means to support us financially, and that is okay. If you could, please share our content with anyone who might enjoy it. Until next time, keep the chaos alive. Is that a tagline?